Hi, I'm Paul. You're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show. I am joined by <laughs> Just Josh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, almost live, and Dave should have wore a hard hat at her. <laughs> Sorry Ooh. for the laugh, uh, but we have a uh, slight giggles because oh, what we saw was the classic pratfall, but not. Quite the prat, just the fall part. <laughs> so Dave just took a tumble. I'm there, okay. He's seeing stars right now. And he's seeing stars. So if, he's, if he starts talking, you know, in ancient, um, you know, languages. Um, if he starts or, agreeing with us that X Men is trash, then we know there's something wrong. If he likes, sense. if he likes the many Dan Slot books that came out this week, we know there's something wrong, and and we may have to stop this podcast to, you know, call an ambulance. So, so. Just, just friendly warning up ahead. Uh, there might be, an, uh, you know, intermittent thought as they hit the ground. Another one, yes. Again, uh, I think we got you the big boy chair this time. It, and, it doesn't uh, matter if I go unconscious and slide out to the side. <laughs> and if, this if, is if anyone listening enjoys this podcast and would like to hear more of it, you can donate to to the chair fund so that yeah, we can get a reinforced. Titanium chair. Don't laugh. My fishing chair is one of those big boy chairs from Cabela's. Well, actually, it's got like the inch bars on it. We'll make it out of Batmanium. Batman. Batmanium? Well, what we need to do is just make it out of the material at the uh, counter that his big skull thing <laughs> into because that could held up perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he slammed right on it and uh, it didn't move or break in half. With the show boxes on it. That would have yeah. been really tragic. I think we would have been more upset. <laughs> Dave's laying there unconscious. We're like, get the box. Get the box. <laughs> Stop bleeding on the books, Dave. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Apply pressure. That's the right thing. No, you're bleeding on books. <laughs> no, it's squirting out now. Stop it. It's on the book. God, if it's squirting, we got problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means your heart's still beating. So not for long. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we, we, yeah, we hit a we hit a main artery there. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. As long okay. as there's no gray matter coming out, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> All right, well, this is all on the podcast after the podcast that we recorded last week, which was your birthday special. It was, that we kind of lost a little bit. And, and that's and not just we lost speaking. It. No, no yeah, it's not. Yeah. We, uh, we, yes, we don't have it. We, we uh, recorded a full, full-on podcast. There was many a dance lock griping and, and Bendis others. Pitching. Bendis Oh, yes, much Bendis pitching. Do, yes. want, do we want to... Do a quick, like, so highs and I, lows of last week? Okay. Um, yeah, so I we'll can't do remember that. last week right now. Well, so um, I, I can do mine real quick. I, I can do, I, let's see, wait. Um, one of the independent oh. highs was a walk through hell. Uh, things started happening there. Uh, this got good. Oblivion Song was also excellent yeah. last week. Uh, and we also figured out that our advanced copy that we read did not go to issue four or they changed something because we know past the storyline yeah. on there. Um, let me see what else came out. Uh, oh, you Hawkman. Hawkman was, sucked. Hawkman was, was, was alone. Well, it didn't suck. It, it was just, why does this book exist? Uh, analog was solid as always. Yes. Uh, I remember Marvel, Marvel two and one annual was my pick of the week. That was excellent. It was, it was really kick good. Kick-Ass was another solid book. Kick-Ass kick was really good. Uh, Stellar uh, for number Stellar. one was amazing as was, uh, Magic Man. Or no, uh, was it? Ma- oh, Magic Order. Magic Order. Yeah, yeah Magic, Magic Order. Order was real, real, real good. But I questioned. Did we see too much? Of it, are right? we seeing too much magicians and magic stuff right now? Uh, that that seems like there's quite a influx of our, that. Our recap right of now. a recap of Walking Dead is pretty much. 
I the okay. So we had the end of the New World Order on Walking Dead Which, uh, in the comic, right? Because we actually talked about a couple things there on the comic, and um, like the issue before was a little like uh, it's just words to get us to the ending which was the final meeting of pamela the governor i guess that's what we're calling her i think so and um governess. rick go no, no i don't know i don't governor. I, it, well she calls herself the governor right. but it's pamela it was a good meeting he explained why he had <laughs> and i like that inter interaction between those but like but ultimately the book was, was pointless it. yeah because yeah. it didn't wrap up the story no, like not at all um Mr. Miracle was good if we didn't mention that. Oh, and Mr. Miracle so was, of course, everybody's again. pick of the week, I believe. Well, all except for Dave's. Yeah. I, I gave it to two and one annual just because. I, I gave it to Otherwise, I'd be giving it to yeah. Mr. Miracle every week. Uh, I Hate Fairyland was good. And uh, we get Thor, Gertrude back. Yep. Thor, Thor number one. Was, Thor number one. Was absolutely. That's, that's the other one. Oh, yeah. Thor number one was right. great. Oh, and we had the big reveal. Of the um, Hulk Phoenix. Which they're now no, doing the, a the second Wolver or third. Phoenix. The Wolver Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, which they're doing a second or third variant. They're doing, I haven't seen this before. They're doing two second printings, a regular edition and a variant second print, wow. which is going to feature the Hulk Wolverine. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Or the, the Wolverine Phoenix yeah. thing at the so, end of that. Door. Um, one of our buddies from New England, I told him after I read it, have, you know, I messaged him, I said, have you read Thor number one yet? He's like, no. I said, don't read it. When you pick up your copy, just turn to the last page and you'll thank me. He messaged me back and he goes, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you were actually reading it when we came in last week to record yeah. it. And I'm like, shit, it's, 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 it's yeah, a big they're, they're all waiting for me to finish and this I'm like, book. Oh, I, I want to see what he does and how he reacts. And exactly, you reacted the same way I did. Like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, we have another uh, Colin Bunn Deadpool mini. Uh, uh, Assassin. Assassin, which yeah. was a kind of throwback to the like 90s Deadpool where it wasn't so heavy on the jokes and more about the mercenary side which was very good besides that I don't oh I finally revealed that uh, you know X-Men Blue is pretty much crap right now oh on his birthday too. on his birthday yeah because that one we recorded absolutely on his birthday unfortunately after the uh, news this week of them canceling Gold and Blue I'm this far into the run, I might as well get the full one if it's going to be three more yeah. issues. So. Yeah, because, yeah. But yeah, there was a big chunk of story missing. Was, when, it sits, when I read that, and it makes me scratch my head because I've been following it the whole time, there's something wrong with that storyline. Yep. Okay, um, and I Back think the only you. other thing we touch upon, well, I guess we'll we'll catch up on the media yeah, section. We we'll catch up on yeah. that. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about we'll talk about like where we're at with Walking Dead, and then of course all the Hardwick news because that just happened last week yeah. that we started touching upon, and now since then, yeah, a the, few fall, things the have fallout happened. didn't even happen yet. That... Yeah, and that happened fast. Holy crap! Um, okay. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start uh, this week's books. Uh, we're gonna start off with our more. Oh no, no, no! We're not starting off with that. We always start with that. Well, I know, but we're not. It's a monumental issue. We can't we, pass the most we, monumental issue. Oh, we are okay. we are going to be talking about the comic books that came out on six twenty. We're recording on what's the day? Twenty second. Twenty second. Twenty two. Wow, we're Friday night. We haven't done that. If, in a you, while. if you listen to Facebook. Facebook. Face nope. pig? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, no, he can never English good. If he starts Englishing good, that's when we take Oh, oh, uh, oh. If you listen to Facebook today, If he, if no he starts doing today, math so. equations and they're right, then we're you, really concerned. Are you trying to tell us something, Dave? Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. What was that? I, listened I don't to think you me. wanted to hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to sitting? Facebook, it's no panty day. You, you asked. Isn't yeah. that every you day? You had to know. Yeah. Isn't that... I, I, I don't know. Speak guys, they have it all over Facebook why, today. Why? I'm just trying to hit on the highlights uh, of the day. The, <laughs> no, the <laughs> highlight of the day is like we watched you fall <laughs> and hit your head. And, and sprawl. And do dance. Fall and sprawl. And sprawl. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't forget you that. You were all spread eagle. totally flat. And we'll oh, make yeah. sure to post a picture of the chair onto the site. Oh yeah, we if absolutely anyone, anyone on, like on the comic on the comic book history on the comic book rehab Facebook hey, page. Yes, oh, we can auction it off. <laughs> listen, listen, we auction that off. I'll even sign it. There you go. <laughs> that ranks right up there with the Lucille bat. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. But we have that, that on video. Yeah, the Lucille bat we have on video. Okay, all right. So, uh, hi, I'm Paul. Hi, hi Paul. Paul. And uh, we're going to start off with. As Jimmy has said, the monumental uh, issue of Amazing Spider-Man 801, the final Dan Slott written Amazing Spider-Man book. Um, I'm, I'm going to just say this about it. What a piece of crap story that should have been or could have easily been in a throwaway amazing spider-man <laughs> annual for a wow. tryout of a person it just goes through a history of spider-man like just recapping stuff with spider-man and just this supposed to be feel-good story of somebody he saved a while and then this guy helped out spider-man See, later Hold on. I'm this is a argue with throwaway this, story. I like this story. That's why because I it's wow. the last That's why I one. Because I knew wow. that Jimmy was going to say he liked it after yeah. all this time. You only like it because it's finally over. No, it's a. It, it's actually a. Like, it's a good. It's if anybody other than Sly did it, I would say it's 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 a, it's a tryout story. story that should have been in an annual. I think this is his best issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Because it's the last one. <laughs> Quick grinning. No, it was a, I, I actually enjoyed the read. It had a good storyline to it as far as, you know, it kind of wrapped up his whole run. The fact that he had uh, the henchman of Mr. Negative, who was introduced in his first Amazing Spider-Man story, kind of, that's what he's chasing there. It was a nice way to wrap it up. The only thing I didn't like, and I didn't catch just until... I went on a Reddit subgroup of basically people who hate Slot haters. Was, again, he throws a little anti-Christian uh, hate in there, so. Oh, yeah, there was some God speak or something. Well, or when they show all yeah. the couples at the end, it's like there's a Jewish couple, there's a lesbian couple, and it was just, I didn't even catch it the first time, but someone else is like, if anyone else did that, no one would notice it, but like someone that has a reputation oh, for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. But no, I, it wasn't terrible. I love the art on it. The art was very good for a Spider-Man book. Um, it was a good story, like I said. Uh, it's a throwaway issue, but it was a good Spider-Man story. He saves them, and years later, it all comes full circle. Yeah, this was the first book I read this week because I wanted to pull off the Band-Aid really quick and kind of get the pain over with. This was the second book I read. The second book I read this week... Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. And it is Iron Man. Is Tony Stark Iron Man. By Dan Slott. By two shitty creators, Vario, Valerio Shitty, which is really his name. I don't care what anybody says. That's how you say it. 
and Dan Slott, two shitty creators. It was terrible. This was terrible. It was really bad. This yes. this was. I, 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 was I, didn't I, I liked the the like uh, Gundam Transformers uh, suit. The Transformer suit. I'm like, yeah. So I was. Cool. All, you liked it. I See, did. I was kind like, of screaming at that point. I liked it. Um, but everything else was crap. It was so bad. The the AI had to I, listen to I will say I almost to get her this guy yeah. is, we we follow like, around this guy who's being recruited into uh, Tony Stark's because he was beat by him in college. No, yeah, no, he, got, he got beat in in robot soccer when they when he was a kid. And then this guy apparently his robots just got along. And yeah, so he, his, his, so his robot AI point. would basically was able to he would give them an order and they would be able to consciously decide which robots would be best to finish the task. And he gave them a certain name whose acronym spelled out IBS. And Tony's like, "Well, that's a pretty bad name, you know, because IBS means irritable bowel syndrome too." And it's like, "Okay, we, which we of don't course explain that to us." Explains a lot when you have two that's, shitty that's creators on a book. But he basically buys this guy's company out, and then he's in, introducing him to. Uh, Stark Unlimited or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah and and yeah. the whole and the whole time the guy's like, for a guy that is a robotics genius, he's blown away by flying cars and like other stuff. And it's like, does this guy live outside of the yeah. Marvel universe? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't two pages later, Fin Fang Foom shows up. Which I, like, I do like this cars. I do like this page spread here. Well, yeah. Foom. I thought that was like okay, but then they, you know, you were doing a Godzilla thing with Foom. Like, also, okay, uh, you know, Tony Stark has a porn stash the whole time. Yeah, like a like a um, oh, what's that guy's name? Something porn stash something for... something Waters. I can't remember his first name. But then, yeah, well, of course, anyway. then we get this Transformer Iron Jeremy? Man no. against. Thin Fan Foom and I... I John just, Waters, is that his name? John Waters. Yeah, the, the campy guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's who he looks like the whole time. Which, I mean, I'm not hating on that guy's look, I but mean, he doesn't I, look like I, Iron Man. Yeah, this... this. And then we have the sassy female robot who is it's just intolerable the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, she's been a character from forever. And, and, then, and then the big reveal is he yeah. figures out that they need... To listen to a song for all the robots to work together, like how fucking ridiculous! That's so is that? stupid. Like, oh my god, this was so bad. This is the first book I read this week. I'm like, oh god, Amazing's gonna be terrible. I think that's why I like Amazing so much. Oh, I read you went, you went, yeah, okay, all right. Well, maybe that was it. I already got through my slot stuff. And then, of course, we're going to kind of spoil the big reveal at the end. Somebody working in his organization is also oh a mole. Mole. Mole, more, yes. more, more, okay, great. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I'm not Pick gonna. Week? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be reading any more Iron Man's. While slightly nobody else will either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the subscription rates will be Aren't dropping. Aren't you just so excited speak. for Fantastic Four? I'm so excited for Fantastic Four. Maybe that's why Iron Man's so bad. I think I, I think Dan Slott just sucks at writing like uh, everything Earth based heroes. If he writes Fantastic Four and it's like set in the space adventure, he did a he did a really good job with Silver Surfer. Are you sure you didn't hit your head? Your, your I did not hit my Dan head. Slott. I don't Silver think he's Surfer, done anything good since Ren and Stimpy. Look, I you you got to read Silver Surfer. It was really really good. And if, if Fantastic Four it takes, I mean, because Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four kind of go hand in hand, so. I, 
I'm going to read that, obviously, issue one, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, He's I'm, gonna I'm, have trouble we're going to read it. Am I going to read issue two of Fantastic Four? We'll find Four? out. That I'm remains hope, to be seen. I'm hoping, I'm not, like, expecting trash. I'm expecting right. to be pleasantly surprised. I'm hoping it's so bad that after, like, issue three, they put Zdarsky on it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yes, I would rather have that. Okay, that uh, I, that's a scenario I can get behind, yes. Yeah, so, all right. I, I'm I I have one more Marvel book, but somebody else can. In fact, Hard Hat. Is that my new nickname? That's hard, hat. Be, hard Hat. Hard Hat. Yeah. Hard Hat. Why don't you take this one? You want me to do this? Yeah. One? Yeah. Right. Right. Go ahead. So, hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi Dave. Dave. Uh, we're going to do Avengers number three, which I thought was really solid. Uh, this is the third book I had to read because I needed to read something good. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really. It was solid, yeah. yeah. I, I I like um I like Jessica, yeah. the, how they handled Jessica uh, through this as really Hulk mad. Oh, you uh, mean Jennifer? <laughs> oh yeah, it is Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had like, mad too. We have Jennifer Walters as kind of the the savage beast Hulk, um, and she's fighting these bugs with Ghost Ghost Rider, Ghost Driver, Ghost Driver, Ghost Driver, because yes. he drives a charger. Ghost Rider. He is Ghost Rider, but we call him Ghost Rider. I, I get it. Because, well, he yes, drives Josh, the... He's, I'm he's, just I not hit my head that hard. I'm just saying, both are acceptable. He's, if okay. he was the passenger hey, of the Charger, hey, be then right. he would be the right. Anyway. If he's in the front passenger seat, he's Ghost Shotgun Rider. Ghost yes. Shotgun, yeah. Yes. Okay. So so now we're going to do this with that. If Avengers. he worked at Subway, he'd be Ghost Sandwich Artist. Just saying. Just saying. I'm just saying. We're gonna is that what they call him now? Thanks a lot, They've been calling him that, so... Wow, I don't go I into it. I so. don't go in the subway, and now I know why. If he was written by Dan Slot, he'd be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Would he, though? No, he wouldn't be canceled because evidently Dan Slot, unlike J. Michael Straczynski or anybody else that's a real writer. Can I ask you something? Evidently works really cheap. If you were going to give me this review, why are you stepping all over? <laughs> we're not stepping all over. We're stepping on the slide. Anyway, but we open up with uh, She-Hulk and uh, Ghost Driver fighting the insects, and apparently Jennifer Walters as Hulk can hear some kind of voice that nobody else can. So she says, "Go to hell," and he doesn't know if he's, you know, she's telling him off or that's where we're going because we end up. Uh, jumping down a hole that she just opened up. Well, I think um, the insects came out of a hole, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't read the Yeah. I read the last issue, though. So, we flash back to New York City with Loki fighting Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Thor, basically the, the, the big shots of the Avengers. And he basically, you know... Oh, gee, Avengers. The OG Avengers, yes. I think that's what they're called. Um, basically nullifies the warp grenades that Captain Marvel's brought and starts explaining what we're seeing. He's actually the good guy in this fight. That he's here to uh, right a wrong that happened one billion years ago. And, you know, they're like, what are you talking about? You know, so Captain America, like, kind of sets off the warp grenades with his uh, shield by hitting him and Poof, Cap's gone, the Celestials are gone, and so is Loki. Um, then we see Doctor Strange and T'Challa down there. Uh, T'Challa and Doctor Strange are like, well, you know. They're in the they're center in, of the earth. They're, they're in, in the center, center of the earth. And they're like, you know, you know, T'Challa's telling Strange to, 
to port back to the top. He'll hold him off, but, you know, he's only got a couple hours left, you know. And in comes She-Hulk and Ghost Driver. Um, they basically pull T'Challa and Doc Strange's butt out of the fire, doing what they do. And the warp grenades were attuned to the sun, so that's where Cap and the Celestials and Loki pop up. And yeah, that's because Cap threw them, right? No, that's because Cap set him off. Yeah, he set him off and put him into the sun. Yeah, because they thought that was the only way he yeah. would be able to we, get rid of that, We knew that, I think, last issue. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't see any of them go off. No, not so, yet. So, you know, Till getting now. caught in that blast, that's where they're all at. And basically, Loki's keeping Cap alive. Cap's doing the Cap thing. You won't win. Blah, blah, blah. Loki comes off with a one-liner saying, you know, kind of snarky to a guy that's keeping you alive right now. Um... Of course, there's starts, you know, we go back to New York City, Captain Marvel and Iron Man start fighting, and, you know, there's some back and forth, and finally Thor says, stop your civil warring. Ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah. It's not a reference that ever again? Yeah. It, it was a bad one-off, but, you know, whatever. Um, a pop, uh, strange T'Challa and Hulk, who's in the trunk? I guess that's yeah. I guess I, that's I, like a yeah. nod to all the like mindscape, like you know, because Banner always kept Hulk in the trunk in his mind, and so did Cho. I don't know. I don't know. That's what uh, I'm taking. Maybe that's what it is. That might also be a bit of a reach. Yeah. Well, but um, they popped up, and Loki's basically explaining to Cap, you know, that the the Earth is infected and he either needs to heal up or die. And Cap's like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm going to show you. And transports him to the North Pole. Uh, we see the Avengers, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, Ghost, Ghost Driver basically tells him that, you know, She-Hulk can hear something that nobody else can. She kind of knows what more about what's going on than anybody else. And Thor grabs her and disappears. So they're all they're all together now. Yeah. They were, but then they split up because there's, you know, they, they, that's that's the plan. Tony even references that. Oh, we're going to do the splitting up thing now again. That, that That's worked so many times. Um, but basically, you see Thor and Hulk in Asgard going after Odin, demanding some answers. And Thor basically tells him, don't lie to me. He goes, I'm too old and tired to lie anymore. And then... You see Ghost Rider take something off of one of the dead Celestials. I don't know what it is, but basically he takes that and takes off to do his own thing, I guess. Well, he's looking. He's Yeah, well, he's going to go look for space gods. That's yeah, what he said. space gods. Yeah. But the, the last page, uh, we finally see what's causing whatever infection. Logan reveals it. It's an old Celestial. Well, I'm assuming it's the first host. The first yeah, host. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they actually named him the... the progenitor. Progenitor. Progen. Progen. Don't, don't hurt your head more than it already has been. Listen, I'm injured, okay? Yeah. So, But that's how it ends. What's actually exciting about this is the next issue I'm actually excited yeah. for because it looks like we're going to have some 1 million BBC <laughs> stuff uh, going yeah, on. Yeah, I really enjoyed story. that stuff. Like, and I, I'm... 
I liked it too, so I'm actually kind of excited. Well, they actually it. reference that in here because well, that's that's uh, where this whole story started. Yeah, T'Challa yeah. says to Strange, "Are we going to tell uh, the Ghost Rider that his symbol was on the cave too?" And he's like, "No, that's for him to find out in his own time." I guess. Right. So, but that's that. I know it wasn't great. I'm still feeling the effects of the head blow. So it was a uh, very long review that you basically read the entire story through. I know, well. just. Bear with me. I'll try to pick it up. I didn't want to derail you. And I, I don't have any Marvel, so you guys just skip over me. What, what I mean, mean, I did have... I read what do you have, Jimmy? Iron Man, but that was about it. Um, I'm going to review the good Spider-Man book this week. Uh-huh. The Spectacular Annual uh, by Chip Zdarsky. And then a backup story, which was awful, by Mike Jucker. And the art was even worse, by Chris Cicciolo. Annual tryout story. No, I mean, the art is like, <laughs> like, if Scott Young had a seizure, bad. Oh. 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 Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> it's like, it reminds me of the beef. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks like the beef. Yes. So I'm not even going to review that. It was a trial. Yeah. yeah. Not that slot terrible. Bad nonetheless. So we get a, um... Nice little 30 years ago with J. Jonah Jameson quitting his first job and basically telling his editor of the Globe that, listen, you're terrible. I quit. You're going to regret missing J. Jonah Jameson. Globe? Bugle? No, it's the something Globe. It's oh. the competing paper. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. David Platter? Uh, <laughs> um, so, basically, we go to the current day and... J. Jonah Jameson is riding a bike trying to get a hold of Parker because a bank is being robbed. And he's calling him and he's basically cursing his name out. Well, hang on a second. We get the origin of his mustache. <laughs> he doesn't have a mustache in this flashback, and then someone spills printer ink on his lip. Yeah. And he must have thought it looked good. But anyways. <laughs> there you go, origin right story. Meanwhile, Peter is on a, what he thinks, a second date with Rebecca, which harkens back to many issues ago and basically she's like yeah we're not dating you disappeared for like weeks on end and what i really love about this issue is they have the little like oh see this issue see this issue and there's three of them in the one and finally this issue oh just for just read the book <laughs> like a very dan slot thing because i point out dan slot doing it on a couple books where he's like overdoing the little oh see this like okay i get you want to have all the readers in on it but at the same time Holy shit, some of this stuff is common knowledge. Um, but basically, she's like, I have a boyfriend now, and basically he's down on the street looking up at them, and, well, he's a little jealous. And like, well, yeah, you're hanging out and having lunch with a superhero on the ledge of a building. Uh, basically, Jonah is still trying to get hold of him. He's like, he just goes into a radio studio, and he's like, listen, I need to get a message out to Spider-Man. And he goes on a tirade on the radio. And they love them. They're basically like, hey, that was great. Here's a job for you if you want it to be a radio host. Is he like the Alex Jones of the Marvel Universe now? Pretty much. That's what it, it kind of seemed. Uh, but anyways, they tell them at the radio, they're like, yeah, we just broke the story. Uh, Miss Marvel got the shocker. They're good. The bank situation's under control. Uh, we get a jump back to five years ago where he's accepting an award and basically just trashes everyone else. He's like, this award's prestigious, and, you know, I'm so glad to win it, but I had no competition. You all suck, so 
it's kind of bittersweet. So it's basically one of your acceptance speeches. Pretty much, yeah. Um, the Daily Globe, that is the competing paper, and his uh, previous editor, Barney Bushkin, is in there. He's basically like, yeah, you remember how you fired me? Yeah, where are you at now? Uh, again, we skip to current day, and J. John Jameson's like, Peter, where were you? I was calling. He's like, I have a life. I'm getting to work. You know, calm down. Like, Do you want to come in? He's like, get to the to the uh, paper. And he's like, no, I can't go back into Daily Bugle with everything that's happened. Um, and then we pick up on what the base of the story is. He is taken by a uh, a what looks like one of the spider uh, slayers, but it's a Jonah Slayer. Oh. And he's taken, and we go to another flashback to the other papers. Why would we need a Jonas Slayer? Like, I'll get there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so his editor is basically giving the goodbye speech that, hey, the papers are shutting down, papers are dying free, and basically he's giving a speech, hey, we had a good run, you know, we worked hard. And then over, then over the radio, they find out that at the same time, Jay Jonas Jameson, who was the mayor at this time, gave the Bugle a bailout. And this guy just loses his mind. So basically, we learn that the Slayers were actually sent by uh, the former editor. And it's like, listen, you know, you ruined my life. You did all this. Now I just heard that you got a radio gig. Like, even when you hit rock bottom, you just bounce right back up. It's not right. You know, I'm a hard worker and you just get everything handed to you. And basically, as they defeat the... Uh, as I defeat the Jonah Slayer, basically J. Jonah Jameson's like, listen, I got this new job. I need a producer. I think you'd be perfect for the job. And they basically are like, okay. And Spider-Man's like, what in the hell is going He just tried to kill you. He's like, no, I was never going to kill him. I just wanted to scare him. And J. Jonah Jameson's like, nope, he's my new producer. We'll just blame it on... I, I, I feel Spider-Man on this. What the... Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, it was kind of a redemption story for J. Jonah Jameson, okay. realizing that yeah, we'll roll with that. That everything he did. And then we had a nice 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's one of Peter Parker's first uh, photos he sold. And basically, they're like, well, why are you giving this kid a break? His pictures are out of focus and things like that. And what he said is, you know, sometimes a kid just needs help. And he's actually reading the news story of um, Peter's parents being killed in a home invasion. So... It shows that J. Jonah Jameson does have a good side to him, and he does try to help out people. So this whole book on this run has kind of been J. Jonah Jameson amending for all the bad stuff he's done in previous, you know, issues of different Spider-Man books. And this kind of tied it up in, okay, he hasn't always been this evil guy, and, you know, he was driven by, you know, greed at some points, but he did have a good kind of underlying. It was a good story. It was a good read. I'd recommend it. Skip the back issue, like I said. But okay. All right. I guess we're back to me. Sure. Am I the only one that read this? Not right. I tried, but right. I, I couldn't get to it. All right. I'm going to roll right into X-Men Gold. And this is the wedding issue. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say that this book was pretty solid this week. There was a lot of good back and forth between the parties and the it, it really receptions. Sh- it really showed the, you know, all the guests intermingling. Right. Uh, the time displaced ones was always funny because uh, 
Jean Grey's yelling old, at young Jean, old Grey. Jean Grey. goes, are you sure you're old enough to be drinking? And she's like, shouldn't you be parenting your own daughter? Yeah, Rachel's just standing there. Um, we see you know, a lot of the jitters from Colossus and Kitty. Um, we see the three, three women that influence Kitty the most. Uh, I will reveal this. Alana has a rooftop chat with Kitty and basically says... Are you sure? Well, basically says she doesn't think it's the right thing to do. Because they've been on and off for so many years. Right. Um, I guess I don't want to say anything else because it's going to kind of reveal all the... Twists. The twists of the book. Um, the new series that's coming out that is no longer X-Men classified. It is uh, called Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. X, which is the follow-up to oh, this book. Okay. Um, but not going to reveal, uh, there is in fact a wedding, but there is a wedding, but at that we're going to, oh, there's only one wedding. There's, there's only, only one wedding. wedding. Oh, so if you want to know what happens who gets married, pick the book up. This was very close to being my pick of the week, but, it's, uh, this actually is probably going to be my pick of the week. So, okay. I mean, it was a solid book, um, where X-Men blue is probably going out with a fizzle. This seems like X-Men Gold's going to go out on top. Um, next two, I'm just going to touch on briefly. I was going to say, why don't we do those two together? Um, Infinity Countdown, Black Widow. Uh, Jerry Dugan writing this, obviously one of my favorite writers. Great. It's kind of uh, Natasha doing her normal things, but having the power of the stone trying to figure it out. Um, basically, as she's jumping between dimensions, Merlin... Because he's popping through... His little own pocket yep. and he sees her continuing to pop through this, and he's like, "He's like, oh, well, that's something new. I probably should check this out." He's like, "But first, I'm gonna go get a pint." Yeah. So he goes gets a pint, and basically he interjects. Uh, uh, basically, she's story. battling Jamie Braddock, mm-hmm. who has tapped into some kind of evil, dark magic, sorceress stuff. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Jamie Braddock is basically Brian Braddock's younger brother. Younger brother, yep. yeah. Cap- who is Captain, Captain Britain. Britain. Um, but basically he's using, like, he finds out she has some kind of powerful stone. And they're and, chasing after it. And he's using children to do it, which is why she's really not fighting back. Yep. Uh, she does kill a lot of the guys, though. Oh, yeah. She's still, like, there, there's, there's, there's still a lot of murder. a lot of death in this. Uh, but the Merlin interaction with her is great. Oh, yeah. like, you know who I am. And she's like, no, no I really don't. She's like, ah, tell Stephen Strange I said, what's up? Yeah. Uh, but it was a good one-off kind of her figuring out the stone. And she even says it sometimes, like, okay, why why did Logan leave me this stupid stone? But I'm going to use it to my advantage. I think one of the, 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 the things that we didn't hit on is she does get poisoned by six-dimension six asps. Yes. Is what Merlin calls them. And basically she's poisoned. She, she's going down. Yep. And Merlin basically infuses her with some of his own power and you know cures her. But that's how she's able... Because she's only able to do line of sight jumps with the stone yep, at first. At first. And then Merlin, after Merlin heals her, gives her some of the powers, she's actually able to pop all the way to, to New, New York. York from London, yep. So, I mean, solid book. This is definitely my favorite out of the two of them. Yeah. Um, it's 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 really coming down to an end now because we got three more issues in the Countdown series. Three or four. No, three. We had... Oh, yeah, it is four. four. There's three next month. Yep. I, I missed that one, but we have the, the conclusion of the... Oh, no, there's two more Dark Hawk issues. Yep, two more Dark Hawks, one uh, more champion, and then... 
the countdown five. Five. Um, I'll jump right into champions. Uh, basically, Nova Sam, his helmet starts going off. Apparently, they can make calls on him now. That's a distress signal from everything that happened with the battle with the Warbringer. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's like, okay, I took him down once. You know, I'm going to go into battle. And he basically calls all the champions and says, listen, I don't know if I'm going to make it back. They're like, yeah, well, we're he's not He's worried him. because he didn't take him down by himself. He had the Avengers. And basically, yeah. like, he didn't want to bring any. And basically, the champions are like, no, we're going with you. Uh, so they get to where Warbringer is, and he basically is uninterested in fighting them. So they get to a planet, and he's like, well, why isn't he trying to fight us? And it is a planet of the Shatari. And basically, Warbringer is going to kill all the Shatari because they are have been enslaved and only can do as their ruler uh, makes them do. So Who is? Drumroll? Thanos. And basically, there's a showdown, and basically Warbringer's like, I'm going to kill them all because... They're a proud race, and we're a proud race of beings, and you've reduced them to basically robots. And Thanos' reaction is like, I don't okay. care. So now the champions are fighting off Warbringer to protect the Shatari. Because they won't fight back. And they're basically just innocents in his master plan. So from what we I've seen in the last pages, apparently we're going to have a showdown between Sam Nova and... Warbringer. And, and Thanos. Thanos is there too, so cool. So, all you Thanos fans, you know there, there he is popping yeah, up finally. Uh, but it still hasn't revealed in the countdown series who the guy was. No, with the dwarf, right? No, no. Okay. So, I guess final book. Is... Final, final. Well, I have clause of the killer, but well, do you want to do clause of the killer? Go right ahead. All right, I'll do clause of the killer. Uh, just gonna touch on this real quick. This is part of the hunt for Wolverine. Um, part 70? No, it's it's like the third yes. series issue two. And, and the series of five? Yeah, well, and, there's going to be six till it's all said. And, and if you're really, and if you're oh, really wondering man. where Wolverine is right now, he's actually on the rooftop watching the wedding. Yeah, yeah, that, thanks for spoiling So he's that. not really lost. He, I mean, yeah, just, me and Jimmy talked about this. Like, for, for how much he's popping up all over the place, is he really lost? How, how Has nobody seen him yet? But the way I'm getting this, now that I'm into the second issues on, like, three of the series, um, these are all taking on their own type of themes. Like, this this one has Dak and Sabretooth and Lady Deathstrike as the team. This is coming off as, like, a zombie-type horror book, whereas uh, Weapon Lost is more of a detective sleuth-type book. Um, Adamantium Agenda is turning into, like, an Avengers-type superhero book. I really don't know where they're going with uh, Mystery and Madripoor. But this, when I said, uh, when I had the first issue, I said this is probably my least favorite one. This is now, like, kind of jumping up. The second issue has really kind of explained what they were doing. So, I mean, it, it stepped up a little bit. I'm still going to get them all. But, whew. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's, but, that's my review. But seriously, like, this, this is actually, like, when did you put one and two together on this? I really want to see where the next couple issues go. Because, seriously, it's taking on, like, a zombie-themed horror. All right, and I guess our final Marvel book is Weapon, Weapon H, H, number four. Still going strong. Uh, absolutely. Still solid. Um, basically, um, is it Egger, the CEO? Yeah. 
of Roxanne gets to Sergeant Davies' house and basically is like, listen, you were part of more teams than anybody. You know the fighting styles. You know something's going on. Basically, like, I'm not telling you anything. I'm protecting, you know, my friend and his family. And basically, he's like, oh, they have a family. And he pulls the gun and is like, listen, you can get off my porch right now. And he morphs into, like, a minotaur. Well, yeah, like... Like, seriously. Yeah. And basically just slaughters him. Meanwhile, um, the wife, who is still trying to track down Clay, uh, is boarding a bus. And basically, they get to a... Forest fire. You get some flashbacks to. Well, oh, no, 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 no. You get a flashback to where they were in the redwood forest, and he's looking at a kill, a deer kill, and he basically says those are cougar, cougar, yeah, cougar, cougar kills. And she sneaks up on. Him. He kind of grabs her, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Never sneak up on me. Yeah, never sneak up on me. And she's like, "Well, we need to get out of here." He's like, "No, he, he's trying to like. He's just sitting there staring at this mm-hmm. kill." And his inner monologue is kind of like he's always felt at ease in nature. Yeah. So, so he's sitting in the Redwood Forest again when... Man-Thing. Man-Thing pops up. And they battle pretty... Pretty good. Pretty epically. Um, and Weapon H is holding his own. Man-Thing tries to do his enveloping thing and, you know, they're telling he, him he right now. He has out. no fear. Yeah, well, they have these, these, these little spy bugs and Agard's talking to him. He's like, you'll burn at his touch, and he has no fear, and he's not burning. And basically, he's like, listen, we know you have a wife. We're going to narrow it down within the next two hours. We're and all of a sudden, you see the sparks flying. And he has fear. There, and there's that much fear, it creates like a, a, it's a firestorm. Hulk, it's a Hulk-sized fear. Yeah. And basically sets this on fire. Well, the wife has figured out, you know, that's where she's going to look at for him. And she's basically breaks through the line, try to run into this forest fire. And she notices that it's... Cl- it's Clay, and basically he tells her, listen, run. Yeah. Get out of here. You know, I'm not... If you ever loved me, live. Live. And basically... But we see the archaeologist from the first issue. Yep. She's also tracking him. Right. And uh, basically puts the fire out with a good old Hulk slap. Yep. And... Let's Roxxon let, capture him. Let's Roxxon capture him. And basically, Ager's like, yeah. He's like, even monsters are pretty easy to capture when you know their weakness. Yep. So they are hauling him off to headquarters. So, yeah, and I mean, it, it. This is really getting good. Um, surprisingly, because the last two pack books that I really was on was Weapon X and Awesome Hulk, and I was really not happy with them. I think the difference we have here is yes, it's a it's a mashup of two characters, but he's his own separate character, and Pack's doing him all on his own. He doesn't have to. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to revamp the Hulk. He doesn't have to give his own interpretation of Old Man Logan and Sabretooth. I think what's going on here is really good. And it's really reinstilling my faith in Pac. I agree. I, it's been a solid book. It'll stay on my pull list for a little while. Thank you. <laughs> Unless I decide to read this one digitally. Yes, me, yes faithful listeners, Jimmy has announced that he's going back to digital for most of his books. Kill me, man. Kill me. Are we done with Marvel? We're done, done with Marvel. Marvel. We're starting on DC. All right. We'll, we'll give it a hand it over. Strong. We're going to hand it the over strongest, to Mr. DC. The strongest there is in DC. The biggest turd of them all. All right. So uh, if you didn't no catch you shine, last week, I, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. And um, Man of Steel number three was crap. was crap. This one, Man of Steel number four, 
was even worse. Um, I don't even know how to... So it was a loose bowel movement. I don't know how to explain what's going on in this book. Like, the art was off in this a little bit, uh, which, you know, I'm not going to complain too much about the art. Well, the one panel, he's flying through the air and he's like, fist is out, and it looks like his fist is like ten times bigger than it should be. Perspective. It's... No, it's it's bad perspective. (laughs) Essentially, uh, Superman and Supergirl catch up with Robozar that they did last issue, um, and they begin to fight him. And uh, they fight, and essentially, at one point, um, he gets his ass kicked. And that's sort of where we first saw this all start in the um, Action Comics 1000 issue. So, basically, they fight, we resume the, the end of the fight in Action Comics 1000, and then we pick up with him regaining consciousness um, with Green Lantern, uh, saying, you know, hey, I'll help you out, and Superman's like, no, I gotta do this my, myself. We get some scenes, though, in between uh, the his unconsciousness, where it's like a flashback to them being in their apartment, and the spaceship is showing up. It opens up, and surprise, surprise, it's Jor-El. But the dialogue is is so bad, uh, John will not stop saying, Dad, what is that? Dad, what is that? Dad, what is that? He says it oh, three times on wow. one page. Mama. Mommy. And then uh, Jor-El shows up, and he says, I'm here with purpose, I'm here for the boy. And Clark says, which boy? And Lois says, this boy? And John says, me boy? Wow, that, that's yeah. some lazy ass oh, writing have right we there. Not found out what's in the the white light or whatever that's coming after him. It was a spaceship. Still, it, it was, was a spaceship, spaceship. Okay. with Jor-El in it. Uh, so basically, he shows up to some cryptic bullshit. That like, why is he showing up? I thought we dealt with Jor-El already. Um, so and, wait a minute. This is from issue one. We are now only finding out on issue four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it gets wow. worse. It gets worse. Wow. Uh, Robozar shows up. Or no, he... he uh, Clark's telling uh, Hal about what happened. And um, he... We get some really weird faces drawn on this, which, again, I, I don't mean to shit on the art when when the writing is, is much worse. But basically, uh, Clark's like, I need to t- I take care... I'll take care of this. He flies back to the Fortress of Solitude with a big pouty face on like, the most pouty Superman face I've ever seen. And Robozar is there. And, they're just and they just talk. And like, he, says, he has been trying to kill him since the start. And he's like, oh, hey, just gonna And he's like, talk. look, if you're trying to warn another Kryptonian refugee, I'll find them and I'll kill them. And and Clark's like, you knew my father? And he's like, probably better than you. No shit. Because you were a baby when you last saw your father. Like, we had the whole Jor-El stuff going on, but okay. And then... Superman has probably the most the, the most ridiculous series of faces I've ever seen. I mean, look at these faces from panel to panel. It's like it's like he's trying to like hold in a sneeze or something. And he's it looks like, like he's trying not to shit himself. Yeah, I was gonna say. But he like he basically uh, gets to ready to like power up or whatever, and then Rogel raises his weapon, and the next panel is him blowing up or going supernova. And and so he was all bent out of shape because Kandor was destroyed, 
and he decides to blow up the entire Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, and the whole point of that was, oh, this is that, like the last piece of... So any remnants Krypton, of his Kryptonian Krypton. heritage that he wanted to protect so bad, he blows up himself. So on a scale of one to the morning after Taco Bell, how bad? I have never had a bad morning after Taco Bell, so uh, one. Really? Yeah. You're not human. I... I have a digestive system of steel. You're one. No, like Taco Bell would be like the, the, the bad end of that. No, I love Taco Bell. I, I, I love Taco Bell too, but, but yeah, seriously. So this, no was, this is getting worse and worse each issue. And I, the thing is, like, I want, I, I I don't care who's writing the books, I want them to be good, and I don't want to jump on the bandwagon like, hey, this writer's always been crap, I'm going to just shit all, I'm, I don't go to, like, Bendis hate subreddits or anything like wait, that. I'm wait, not taking wait, it that wait, far. Wait, wait, wait. I, wait a minute. I thought we I saw your picture from... on there as the president yeah, of the Bendis need, hate group. To... Listen, <laughs> do we need to bring up like past audio clips? For... No, but by all means, I, I hated the advertising. Oh, that's advertising. a good outtakes. I hated the advertising oh, yeah, the they did thing. for it where Bendis is coming. That was all bullshit. And I hate that. Bendis, so if he writes a good book, I'll acknowledge it's a good book. Listen, but this is not a good book. Listen, you're you're a Superman guy. Now imagine Bendis writing the same shit for ten years, and you having to collect because you have a good collection of Superman books. Well, no, I wouldn't. And then after ten years, it. imagine the amount of hate you'd have in your heart. That's where I'm at. I would just stop point. reading Superman. I wouldn't. I wouldn't collect it. Like, what's what's the point of having a collection of garbage? I'm a completionist, man. I, I mean, okay, so I I have three Evidently trash bags. Evidently, you're not. You're going digital. <laughs> I'm still going to get some books. Wow. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Man of Steel's been maybe now the Walmart sell them. I'll go there. Oh, shots fired! See how your pool box works at Walmart. <laughs> Anyone else got some DC? Oh, wow. wow. I don't think I've ever seen him speechless. Absolutely, I have some DC, and this is my pick of the week. Really? I love this book. Which this one? This was terrible. Really? This was awful. This was one of the worst books I've read all week. That? Really? Batman 49. I loved Batman 49. So bad. This was terrible. I, I was... Like, this entire arc with the Joker... Has been the same as Man of Steel. It's getting worse and worse. I, I, it's not, but I didn't think it was that bad. No, it's bad. I think it was really bad. I mean, how many panels did we get later when they're bleeding out? Like it's one second later. Why do we even have that? How many times does he fire that gun that has that? That was my problem with it. That revolver has yeah. never-ending bullets in it. <laughs> why? Why is Catwoman suddenly the most powerful character in the DC universe? <laughs> Batman is a giant pussy in this, and that's going up against Catwoman. She has taken out Talia al Ghul, the Joker, when Batman couldn't. Three flashes at this point. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure she had a, she had a part in the whole uh, Poison Ivy thing as well. Why is she so suddenly capable? I'm not trying to shit on Catwoman or for any reason, but Batman Batman would have won last issue. Let someone shoot anybody. Like, let's be real. Batman would have just taken the gun. Why is suddenly the Joker... Not, like, is this like a hallucination? Am I hallucinating that this is... This is this is all... Joker has killed many people in front of Batman. While <laughs> Batman is just two feet away and not tied up or, or injured. 
I What's know. going on? He the has... end of this book ended with Batman saying, oh, don't, don't worry, I'm over here just being unconscious. I hope everything's okay. Meanwhile, Joker dies. He... Like, this was so bad. How... The hatred you have. Tell me why you like this book. That's why I want to Because know. the dialogue between Joker and Catwoman, as they're both lying there bleeding out, is it was great. It was the most empty character piece on both these characters I've ever I've ever read. It was really bad. Like it didn't it didn't amount to anything. It was basically Joker saying, Well I'm the Joker and, and he needs me and Catwoman was like, Yeah, but he needs to be happy sometimes. By the way, we're both bleeding out uh for like thirty minutes. Well I that's mean, the point of it. They're both applying pressure to their wounds and they both can't advance the fight because if either one of them moves, they're basically gonna die. It, and was, Bat, Batman is down oh, because so it is a poisoned bullet that he was hit with. He even says he poisoned me or did something. Yeah. So maybe if you'd actually read the book instead of shooting on it from the... I think Joker there. actually admits that he poisoned the yeah. bullet. I'm just saying, why suddenly is Catwoman more capable than Batman? Like, why is suddenly everything different? Well, if you... If you if Which you, I'm not you, saying changes wait, that. If, if, you, if you read the dialogue that the Joker's saying, it's basically... He's trying to stop the wedding because it's going to make Batman weaker. Isn't he's no longer going right. to truly be Batman? Right. Batman without misery isn't Batman. Right. So I love. I absolutely love this. Like I, I get what they're going for here. You know, because if you're if you're if right, you're, I understand. If you read it, but, but Selena still, Kyle like, says she only laughs when she wins. Flip to the last page. She's laughing, which means she's won. I, right, I get that, but like, so is it all? Is all a scheme so, to weaken Batman? Everything is just doesn't. It feels so out of character for these for all three of these characters. Batman is is a giant, the worst superhero in the last few issues. Catwoman is suddenly the greatest superhero of all time, and Joker can spawn bullets from nothing. Apparently, yeah that that was my only problem with that book. That that revolved uh, like he didn't even reload. I mean, and the art isn't very consistent either. I mean, Batman, I, I Batman to... broke into this church through a giant pane of glass, like a, a paint, uh, stained glass. There's not a shard of glass on the floor. Well, that's because they blew it up. They blew the the entire front there's of the zero, altar. There's zero glass. There's nothing. There's there's, br- there's bricks, but there's no there's no remnants of the cross that was rigged to blow up or anything like that. Because it's in pieces! I'm just... Look, man. When you blow something up, it doesn't keep its form. There's simple physics here that you got to acknowledge. I, I, like oh, Dave's man. chair. When that went down, that is no longer looks like a chair. Okay? That's not how it works. It does not look like a chair. See, you even had a visual example this time. <laughs> no, this was... I, I'm not going to change my mind on this. This was really bad. Um, and the whole wedding thing... Like, the... the the lead-ups to the wedding, the, the, the number ones uh, they've been doing, have been pretty good. Most of them. But the Batman book, do you, do I don't you know just what's not, going on. Do you just not like villains in the DC Universe? No, because when I get Riddler, to my next book, that was the highlight of the book. Like, Riddler was great in the last issue, I thought. They, uh, I, I thought this Yeah, was... but War of Jokes and Riddle was, was crap, in my opinion. And this scene feels like more of that. Always have to hate. My pick of the week, absolutely Batman, Batman 49. I I loved it. All right, moving on. Okay. Well, I guess we'll lightly touch on the other Bat book that ties into this. Well, which yeah, would you don't want to suffer Josh's wrath. Dude. I didn't read this one. Prelude to the Wedding Part 4, which is uh, Red Hood versus Anarchy. And basically, it just starts off with 
uh, Red Hood is hired by Bruce Wayne to did, watch over did you Selena's. Have a problem with anarchy because he's crazy because he thought the Joker was his dad, or no? I didn't read he the did book, so that, I, I yeah. can't give an opinion on it. So, but basically, Red Hood's hired to kind of watch over well, Selena's. He's not uh, initially hired. Patrick. He he, uh, he kind of uh... no. Well, no, no Bruce Batman is asking him, and he, he goes, wants yeah, him to watch for over fifty thousand. Yeah, so he's hired. Okay, he's hired. Whatever. I mean, because he pays him. Yeah, on a contingent, oh, yeah. yeah, on a contingent, but because uh, nothing, what, what? Okay, now what is it? Nothing has to happen to her or something, or you can't be yeah, seen. You can't be seen. That's it. And she can't know you're there. That's what he said. So, so basically, something's going on, and uh, at the wedding party that uh, Red Hood sees, and basically it's Anarchy's men or or people he's brainwashing, right? And um, so, well, it's people that he's just basically. They're a bunch of hate groups that yeah. are just, their sole thing is they just hate. And basically, anarchy. Kind of like what Dave and I are staring at today? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, um, is that when my eyes aren't crossed right now? Or? Maybe you're just all, you yeah, know, you're, all the hate going on. on. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, and is this, this is Superman watching? No, like? Bizarro. Oh, that that's Bizarro? Yes. yes. Okay. Why is Artemis there? I didn't understand. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws has Artemis, Bizarro, and Red Hood yeah. as a team. Oh, so they're helping out. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. They're, right. yeah Bizarro's mo- monitoning from what oh, is like called Artemis. The... They have they have like an extra yeah. dimensional space. Yeah, yeah the so Outlaws above yeah. Crime Alley. I don't, I don't know if it has a name or not. But basically, Bizarro's monitoring from there, and Artemis is waiting to go and help out. And yeah, Red Hood's like not like an ambulance. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, I always liked Artemis. You know, but basically his solution is he pays off Tall. the... Yeah, it always works. He pays off the angry mob. Each, yeah. He's like, listen, look at your counties, each got this money. And that diffuses them. And that diffuses them. And if you, them. if you refuse to, I'll donate to yeah, the opposite. Yeah, to yeah. the opposite of your cause. cause. And basically, it's like, well, that's and the money then, you just got for the job. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, but it, it's... Stopped everything, and then he, uh, I guess, anarchy's defeated yeah, because yeah. of this. And is exactly. that, well, he is already, that, well, yeah. he already kicked uh, anarchy's ass before that. And basically, they're sitting in kind of a holding cell, and that's and, where he says, "And anarchy basically says, listen, I was, I was just someone that see myself as a sort of vigilante.' He's like, but my mom used to punish me. I didn't know my dad, and every time I was bad, it's like I'm gonna send you to your dad, who's a joker. Which, you know, I was kind of like." This universe's big rib, which uh, and he's like, I started believing that he was really my dad. And well, I he explains that because any dad's better than no dad. Yeah, and basically, Red Hood like just knocks him the frick out for it, walks away, and it, you find out at the end that um, he he was seen, so he doesn't get the hundred fifty thousand dollars. So yeah, he has to refund. He's now $150,000 in the hole because he didn't get paid and yeah. paid out all that money. And, and then, then you see the Joker just opening the up end. massive amounts of mail. Yeah, he's looking for his invitation. Yep. And, he, and yeah. what it, the line is something like, uh, I don't know why he wouldn't invite me. I'm the life of the party. You yeah. Know? But uh, So um, this one I thought was okay. It was all right. It, yeah. it didn't seem – It didn't um, seem. this is the weakest one so yeah. far, I think. But, but here's the thing. But it was still a good read. I had, yeah, I, okay. I had discussed this yeah. with Jimmy earlier. Okay. We're seeing the Joker in Batman and we're seeing the Joker in this. Is it the same Joker? Because it has been confirmed that there's three Jokers running around. Yes. 
There is. There yeah. is, yes. Why? Isn't that the point of Rebirth? One, that, was, no, that, was, that was what kicked off Rebirth, one of the big things. That's how New 52 ended, Yeah, was with the Dark Side War revealing that there's three Jokers. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Bruce asked, who is the Joker? And yeah, when he's in Metron's chair. And they say, which one? Yeah. Uh, and then that was more, more confirmed that one is locked in the basement of Wayne Manor. Yeah. Um, and that was in... So the casting or the forge, one of yeah, them. Forge. Yeah. The forge it was. So, so there's the Batman who laughs. Is that one of them, or is that another? No, no, one? no, no, that's no, no. Those are those are all from the universe. That's a Batman. Okay. Okay. There's there's basically the there's like the gangster Joker. There's the psycho Joker, and then there's like the uh, the funny Joker. Apparently, yeah. is what they. So basically, it's but they Jack the Nicholson. One, the one we have in. The one we have in Batman currently is supposed to be the Killing Joke, Joker. Right. Which apparently, is because that is Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, that's how I remember. There's Jack Nicholson, there's Heath Ledger, and there's Cesar Romero. Yep. Okay, so... Uh, so. yeah. Sure. And Once apparently they've killed one of them off this week. Yes. So, apparently there's the one that's locked in the basement, and this one... Yeah, try the, to get an the Killing Joke one is the one they, they that apparently died at the end of this issue. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of fan theories behind the origin of each one, so... Yes. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the one that was in Batman Forty Nine is Jack Napier. Yes. Yes. Because he's from The Killing Joke. Okay. A uh, fi- final book I have I'm going to touch on lightly is uh, The Brave and Bold, Part Five of Six, Batman and Wonder Woman. Um, basically, they are still trying to figure out the murder of the King, um, and it is revealed that the King actually isn't dead; that he swapped bodies and is somewhere on Earth. And it's revealed that he is basically trying to open up a portal between the Earth and Tirnanog. And basically at the end, we get the fact that the portal is open and Batman and Wonder Woman are going into battle with the rest of the um, elders of Tirnanog. And that's going to be concluded there. So again, some good reveals if you're on this, like I said. Um, it's one that's kind of difficult if you didn't read, because there's a lot of mythology mixed mm-hmm. in, but it's a good read. If you like mythology, you'll absolutely love this book. Um, and they're still kind of using the detective angle on that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And the art's great. So, art is yeah. amazing in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll probably pick up the trade. Uh, it's it's worth the read. I think, it'd, I think it'd read a lot better in a trade. It's kind of tough being a monthly and yeah. reading it that way, but no, it's very good. Cool. Alright, moving All right. on to my pick your, of the week. Your good book, your good DC book this week? Yes. One that you're not going to like rant and rave and hate No, on. I will rave about it um, because mm-hmm. this was my pick of the week. Uh, we have a different artist now, which is going to be the artist for the next like six issues, I think. It's going to be uh, Jorge Jimenez, which is one of the best Superman artists we have right now. Uh, but basically, it opens with... Um, Lex Luthor, for the my only complaint so far in this book. Oh my God, we're on the first page. Well, yeah, this was already because about his rape about it, but I'm going to complain about it too. Uh, Lex you Luthor, have a problem, sir. Lex Luthor throughout uh, all of Issues. even even New Fifty Two uh, has been kind of a good guy that treads the line a bit, but he goes full blown evil with this new Justice League book. Like it literally opens up with him buying a uh like a vet of like a VA or like a, a place where these veterans meet up and he blows it up with them inside of it as they're trying to get away. Um what's the point of that? I don't remember. Is he still the president? 
No. No. Okay. Uh, but basically... Wait, uh, wait. So how did he go from fighting with the Justice League to... That's what I'm saying. It's ever since Justice League... You had a problem with my book. That, I, and I just said, this is my problem with it. <laughs> and literally the first page just totally debunks this. Yes. Wow. So, we open with Jon Stewart's out in space. He's, he's bringing in like a bounty or whatever. And and suddenly Swamp Thing shows up uh, because he has a flower on his dashboard or whatever. And he uses Swamp Thing, base, or Batman is using Swamp Thing to communicate with him over, through the green basically. Um, and he says, John, we, we need you back on Earth. Something hit Earth, the totality that we saw in the last issue, and we need your we need your soldier mind, and we also need your architect's mind to take a look at this thing because no one can figure out what the hell it is. Essentially, this this thing landed. It's a giant shape of a of a head, and it has this force field around it that if you enter it, did it, it say "Show me what you got"? No, it's just this giant like skull head, and if you enter its force field, it like changes your physiology a bit. And while he's talking to Batman, he hears this background noise of people screaming, th- stuff being crushed. He's like, well, listen, Killer Croc went inside that uh, force field, and he came out very changed. And Disqualified. Killer-, Killer Croc is like a giant Godzilla monster now. So, uh, they're taking him out. Wait, and this is your pick of the week. Let me finish it. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is worse than the X-Men books this week. Oh, ow. Ooh. I think you're pretty bucker about me hating on Batman, and you're trying to push my buttons. It's not going to work, because this book would be great. Well, apparently um, not, because you got one page in and going, well, my problem with this book is... My one problem with the book, yeah. He did say it's one problem. One problem. And Josh, you have to understand, he had to go through two Dan Slot books this week. I would rather go through those than Batman. Yeah. Right now, so. <laughs> oh! oh. Um, I'll be sure to tell Tom King that when he's on. That's fine. I'll tell him myself. Uh, you do realize he was a CIA agent. And he, he doesn't know you. how many bullets go into a, oh. a six-round oh. Oh. revolver. Oh. How do you... Like, at nine, I was still okay with it. There were 13. I counted. There was 14. Were there 14? Yes. Maybe I miscounted. But at nine, I was still okay with it, because there are nine, nine oh. revolvers. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, basically we, we see, um, Lex introducing the rest of the Legion of Doom to his master plans. Um, he wants to use the totality for evil and he reveals there's this, he has this baby. We don't know who the baby is. Um, I think the rumor is that it's the turtle because this is where it gets crazy and you're probably going to give me shit about this, but essentially because of the whole Dark Knight's metal events and the, and the, the source wall breaking open, weird shit's happening. And this is where they start introducing the weird shit. Um, basically the Flash's powers are failing a bit because the speed force is, is broken. Did, did we just, did, did we just fix all of that literally a month and a half ago in the Flash? With the negative speed force stuff? And, yeah, and him losing his power and I'm tired of him losing his power. Well, he's not losing his power because it's explained why his power is dwindling. Essentially, the rumor that I've heard online, and, and it, it may be true, I just didn't catch it, I guess, but, um... That baby is the turtle, and there is there exists another force in tandem with the speed force called the still force. Oh my! All right. So they and this is to, your pick of the week. Yes. So basically, uh, the atom. For some reason, they need to go inside of. Uh, they need to go inside the force field to check out the totality. But the only people that can survive the craziness of the interior of this force field without getting their physiology changed is Superman and Martian Manhunter. So what they do is um, they shrink down um, the Atom or no, they shrink down Hawk Girl 
and put her inside of Martian Manhunter's body. And then Bruce appears on a screen somewhere and says, uh, Ray Palmer has miniaturized me and, 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 you know, I, I'm inside a vehicle and, and, and Barry's like, well, where are you? And he's like, I'm inside Clark's body. And Bruce responds with, uh, well, I'm going to file that under phrases never to be spoken again. This reads like an issue or a, an episode of Justice League Unlimited. And that's why I liked it so much. Um, but essentially they go inside the totality. Meanwhile, uh, John's still in space deciding on whether or not he's going to help the Justice League. So, really? So let, let, let me let me get this right. So it's a force field that changes you at the molecular level. Yes. So it changes things that are molecule that, size. Right. So that's, them going inside of them I, would I, do fucking nothing. Yeah, I agree that's kind of a stretch. So that's so your only problem. But it is Palmer so Tech so, and Palmer can get smaller than molecules, so if you can't, if you're changing something at a molecular level and then you go smaller than that, I think you'll be okay. So, so you're all right with that, but God forbid the Joker shoots an extra round or two and you're fucking losing an your extra mind. round or two. He could have, hey, he could have changed cylinders halfway through. He could have changed cylinders while bleeding out for 45 years. Apparently, they they, they, uh, they said that in the story. He couldn't reach them because he had to hold his wound, and if he reached them. He'd bleed out. They explain. Did you didn't why, read the book? Why that is just, your problem with that. You didn't did read the just, book. Why didn't he just summon more magic bullets and shoot her? Because apparently he was able to do that two pages prior. How do you know? How do you know he didn't change in between panels? Because he could have changed in between panels while holding his wound no, as well. No, he couldn't have because if he moved his I, hand, he would have mm, it says that in the goddamn Josh, book. Josh, if you, if you take notice, he also says he has an extra magazine. Yes, and that's right. I remember that too. Yes. So you can't even fault the artist for throwing too many bangs in there because the writing... Yeah, turn up the gas. Anyway, uh, more weirdness happens in this book because Sinestro shows up and he had entered the totality as well. And he now has... He's now part of a new Lantern Corps called the Ultraviolet Corps or the Invisible Emotional Spectrum. He's really? going back to read the book. Really? <laughs> I, wow, I really, I'm really rushing. <laughs> well, you're having you, you just explained a force field that changes things on the smallest level possible, right? But they put themselves inside the fucking body of these. Well, they also have these suits on. Well, <laughs> well then why didn't the whole Justice League wear the suits? Because they, they, normal only two, size. they only have two of them. They only come in Clark and then Martian Manor size. What do you got now? So they go inside of it, and then John shows up, finally, John Stewart, and he has been recruited into the Ultraviolet Corps. It doesn't say whether or not he's being controlled or not, because he has, like, some weird, like, <laughs> almost, like, tattoos on the back of his head that look like he's being controlled by the Ultraviolet Corps. Um, but, anyway, Cheetah decides to rip uh, Lex Luthor's face off, and it turns out he's just a robot the whole time. But, um... He reveals that he wasn't there introducing them to the to the uh, the 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 Doom Fortress or whatever. He is actually also inside of Clark's body. He wants to get the power of the totality as well. So there's a lot of people inside of Superman. This issue uh, and Superman just doesn't notice apparently. Uh, I look, yeah, that's that's kind How of stretch as well. Inside of, le- uh, of, of like, I don't know. <sighs> He's swimming around in his bloodstream, so. That's the reveal at the end while they're trying to figure out what's in the totality. So that's okay, I, I got to start signing with Jimmy on this one. That, that's that's more convoluted and complex. All right, well, than why, why don't you read the book? Well, you didn't read Batman Forty Nine. I read it. 
No, you didn't. Yes, like, how would I know why I opened the review saying this is why it was bad? How would I have given a review if I didn't read the book? Apparently you didn't because well, he had you, you some of your really problems. Oh, why didn't you just reload it? the gun? He explains yeah. it in the book. Yeah, that's next. Okay, well, look. Well, 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 why, you have why, did he, why didn't he reload the gun? It's because he was out of magazines. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> why, why didn't Why didn't Batman, the guy that is is like one of the most capable superheroes, why didn't he disarm the Joker last issue? Why suddenly is Catwoman untouchable? She's well, not she, untouchable. She, she got, got shot. shot. She got shot. So there goes another one of your little jabs. She got shot and then laughed her ass off. But you know, okay, because she won again, explained in the book. Whoop de do. Whoop de do. You like you like when Catwoman laughs a lot because she wins, and when they talk about the <laughs> penguins, great. the penguins umbrella, and and how how deep a, a conversation that was, and when, about the Riddler and how the, how Two Face goes two different ways. Who gives a shit? Mortal Kombat! <laughs> but Lex Luthor shrinking himself down to a molecular level going into... Lex Luthor doing Lex Luthor things. Wow. Yes, that's exactly what I want. Instead, I get I get Batman doing not Batman things. I have Catwoman <laughs> doing Batman things. And I have Joker shooting too many goddamn bullets. And Bendis riding Superman. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I... Just want to say this for a week that we did not, we're not able to post the podcast. Boy, are we coming back with a bang! <laughs> oh my goodness, this is all award winning stuff. Yes, we are switching, we're getting off the DC because this has been all full of hate and hate speech. And we're gonna, going we're gonna to go, in, we're gonna go into. Independence, and we're going to start off with a book about hate. <laughs> oh, and idiots that keep going into the fucking haunted room and yeah. keep getting possessed. Yeah, that makes Standard sense. Standard hard Absolutely. <laughs> How many times they do you always do Don't it. go in there, dumbass. And what do they always say? And it's like, oh, black guy can't go in there because he's the first one to die. <laughs> it's, it's, wow, you one went there. Them, one of them did say we should call somebody else, and then yeah. the other one's like, no, he's a white guy. I thought this is getting this is getting better because it's finally getting something. We're getting to a re- resolution. It we're starting reveals, to see what's up. Yeah. It finally confirms whether or not this shit is real or in their imagination or not. Right. It clearly is a thing. Yeah. These, um, these and I think he stepped up on the art. I mean, I always remember liking the art on, on this, but there's some panels there's some and panels stuff on here that are like, just... like just fantastic. Um, porn sack. No, porn sack's a writer. Though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the, the the one where the guy's like he's fa- facing the ghost, and all of a sudden the head changes. Yeah, that panel is awesome. Um, but yeah, I like the you that, know that two page spread is phenomenal. Because her friend now, because our main character is pretty much comatose and about to die, about yeah. to die, because basically she's she woke up screaming in the last issue, yeah. and and uh, we get some that background story in the shape of a large man. Yes, who. Mm-hmm. Shows up and basically says, "Here's a lore dump. Here's all the background that you need," which was convenient. I mean, at least we got it over. And and sort of the funny thing is, at the end of it, they're like, "Wait, that was this plot line to Ghostbusters." Yes, yes. And he's like, yeah. Like, yep. They're not even trying to hide it, and I, <laughs> yeah. hey, that, that's fine with me. And, and they're like, "Wait." He goes, "Yeah, it's more of a documentary." <laughs> <laughs> I think 
think the actual set. So Ghostbusters with documentaries, like, yep, yeah. yeah. So essentially, like all these strong emotions can rift, can rip rifts in the fabric of space time and open portals to these creatures that embody these strong emotions, and the bad ones get out and they start attacking people. Yes, and um, yeah. So so basically, what surgery do you think she got out of state that? they think is going to save her life with the medical records like that. that oh, I think, she, I think she had an abortion. Or that, something. That's one thing yeah. from like, yeah. at the same time, like how does, that... well, they don't know. They just, they, I, I don't, I think that's why her friend doesn't want to do it. Cause I, or she wants to keep it hidden yet from her husband. Cause evidently he doesn't know. So my guess is she probably, there's probably a background story that she probably that's had an I'm abortion. Right. Um, because, Let's face it. Her her relationship was probably rocky. Maybe they weren't quite married yet. So I'm wondering, you know, do these demons only attack like well, they try people. Well, it seems like it's strong emotion. So since this building had a lot of people that were filled with hate and hatred, right. they're 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 attracted they're to that. Liberal. Yeah. It also it, 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 also, like, it also it also shows uh, the husband's assistant. Apparently, he got mauled too. Well, yeah, yeah, well, because yeah, there's two bodies yeah, in the end. Yeah, because because at the end, then her friend and the one other because uh, the reason the they go to the house the is apartment. to find that guy in the first place. Well, he's right. already dead by then. Yeah, well, they're going to find him, but they're, they're trying to. Him being... Aren't they trying to find her medical records? Well, no, someone was, no. someone was so they were looking for that guy because they're going to go check it out, but then they find that he's already left to go there by himself. So they go there. And they're like, well, this is the creepy haunted house. So let's let's call our other friend. And then they're like, now nah, let's just go inside. Um, or they call him, and I think he shows up right away. They go inside anyway. Yeah, but that's when they're looking for something like something emotional to try and bring her out of the coma. C- coma. C- right. It's the head injury. Yeah, it's starting. Um, um, but then they basically see that she's been doing research on the guy that lived there before. Well, every, yeah. Well, everybody on the. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're at her place looking for medical yeah. records. Yeah, yeah, so, that's, yeah. Well, so, they're also looking for the guy too. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they, they play off, and he didn't yeah. show back up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they play. They, they explain that that the, the reason she's researching this guy, she has everything listed that they had in common. And the guy asks, "Why would she do that?" She and her friend goes, "Because even in the darkness, she always tries to see the light." Yeah. But um, definitely a real cool. Um, and uh, Mustachioed Glenn gets killed. The, so the only smart character in this whole book gets killed. He was the one that wanted to call their friend, and and he gets a, a chunk well, bitten out of him. Yeah, well, he actually like he's walking through. The, I guess for some reason the it's releasing steam from all. There's the, like water on the floor, like yeah, water running. <laughs> but the thing is, they only hear it when they're in that room. It, which I they don't, don't hear it when they're in the room. They, they right. only hear it when they're. But basically, he trips and like there's a puddle, and, uh, and the puddle oh, forms, the puddle into, forms this into this creature a... that bites a chunk out of his shoulder and kills him. Well, yeah, a giant chunk missing out of him. He starts looking. It starts as looking like a, a goblin type dude, but then it becomes nothing but teeth and hair. Yeah, it basically. Yeah, I, I loved all this. Oh, I this thought all great. this stuff was great. Oh, I, I thought it was good. I just... What um, what's she doing in this panel when she checks him? It looks like she's like. Ex- <laughs> Why is there blood exploding from him? Well, because he explodes. Oh, okay. Like, I thought she was trying to like give him no, CPR she, she, and like no. just blood bends down, out of him. Bends down and check him. He like explodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, "Are you blood. okay?" And then and then, and then she, she gets covered in blood. And then the white guy shows up. Yeah. Well, her husband. husband. Oh, is that, that the husband? husband? Yeah, that's the husband, the husband of the woman that's hospitalized. Tom. 
Okay. I didn't realize that was Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, she says Tom at the Because I said he wasn't doing anything but going back and forth between the wife and the daughter. Yeah. But now he's all of a sudden showing, showing up. Showing up. I still say he had something to do with it. Well, all well, can will I mean, be revealed it, it, in the very do next issue. We find out that it's not like someone's hallucinating or right. anything. So. And, and I don't know if anybody read the back panel, but they are giving art away. Yes. This. Yes. So, so basically, if you, if you, you have that, a picture of this book yeah. in front of my store, you enter. You can enter and send it you to your email. It to, um, there it is. Infidel Comic. Um, Infidel Comic Mail at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, you could win original art and stuff. Yep. Um, and signed art. And, and all this, kinds this of story stuff. is going to wrap up next issue. Uh, yes. This is a mini. Um, and it will um, also be uh, an extended. Uh, I think it's going to be 40 pages. And At no extra cost, they say. It'll, no upcharge. No upcharge. Yep. So, Which is um, the opposite of what DC is doing. I think they and Marvel. And Marvel. DC is reducing the, their page count on their 399 books to 22 pages. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah, well, that Walmart money now, though. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> we yeah, got Walmart money. They're all getting to the money, yeah. But, yeah, yeah like, and, and, like, the back page is not, I haven't seen this on the, money, that's what it is. I haven't seen this on the other issues, but the back page is full of, like, great reviews. So, oh, yeah. I mean, apparently, we're not the only one, like, me, yeah. talking this up. Yeah, it's a very good book. It's I, just... I, I still love this book. Uh, in all honesty, this and the next three are very interchangeable as far as pick of the week. But, uh, yeah, because the next one, Gideon Falls, also... I, I thought week. it was I thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot. I mean, you're, you're really the Lemire good. guy, Mr. Hate. Yeah. Uh, you didn't do Gideon Falls? No. I thought you were doing this one. No, I picked up the first issue and never read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Jimmy, you're the other half of Mr. Hate. <laughs> I still got a linear book this week, so, you know. Yeah. You want to do Gideon Falls? Sure. Yeah. Um, basically, we pick up with the father... Um, with Doc Hudson, is it? Pretty he's, much right where yeah. we left off. Yeah. And basically, he's explaining all the stuff about Black Barn and the Plowmen. And basically, yes. listen, they're not just anything. They're basically like the Illuminati. Yes. This town. Basically, this Black Barn pops up every so often, and, and we're then, the ones but that then, have to ward away the evil. Yeah, yeah, because that's the link, is all these people are Plowmen. Kind of like the Men of Letters. And, and the thing uh, that makes no sense to me, so... Father, it's Father Tom, right? No, this no, is Father, Father, Father Fred. Father Tom, I think, the dead was, one. yeah, but I believe he was one of the plowmen. He was one of the yeah. plowmen. Yeah. But basically, he's, it's Fred then. Yeah. yeah. Father yeah. Fred's like, yeah, I don't believe this. Like, you're a man of the cloth. You believe in things that can't always see, but and he's yet like, you've seen it. Yeah. Which makes no sense to he's me. Like, like, he's like, yeah, and this is all bullshit. The first three <laughs> issues are him basically trying to convince everyone that he did see this, and then this issue is like, well, I don't believe that. I'm like, you just spent three issues <laughs> trying to get everyone in this town to believe that you didn't murder this guy, and now you're saying you don't believe in any of this. So that, that kind of pissed me off a little bit. Like, okay. Um, then you get to the doctor. I, I, don't, I don't think it's the fact that he doesn't believe anybody. He doesn't believe uh, the doc. Is what he's trying to say. But the doc's like basically saying the same stuff. He's like, You've seen the barn. Yeah. 
You've seen... Yeah. It's like, and you don't believe it. No. It, if I was Doc Hudson, I'd probably would just kill them there. Like, do you know what? Oh, I can't deal with you. Dead. Ain't nobody got time for that. So what Jimmy is telling you is he would start up a Facebook hate group for his yeah. brother Fred, yes. And, and probably be, you know, arguing with Josh on it. No, no, it, no. Josh would agree with me on that. Yeah, he would, they would agree. They would be agreeing. The, re- yeah. the reason I'm not reading this is because you guys, it seems like, again, all those red lines and stuff, you, your theory is that it's, it's supposed to be hinting at stuff. I wouldn't be able to remember what happened, like, as far as the hints are supposed to. So I'm waiting for the break. My, my, my theory on that's kind of out the window, because this one, they just went overboard. Yeah, they just went overboard. Like, the other ones, it was, like, here and there. This one is literally the entire issue. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm coming I'm over to Paul's gonna, side on that. It's more... Yeah. It's just artistic. Yeah, artistic. artistic. That's what I, that, I mean, that's what it looked like just from looking at the book while you mm-hmm. guys review it, but I'm probably going to wait for the trade for this one. Um, we get back to the doctor, and she's... Dr. Zoo. Losing her shit. Yeah. Because yeah, she's she completely... She's well, com- because she's she, like... She's oh, debating it, and, and then, then she looks in the mirror... And sees the barn again. But then it turns into something different. And that turns into a window. Which... This is revealed at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that because I had to look. I had to go back to this and wait. Wait, is that that? But oh, basically, you see, guy raising a hammer. And this next page, know. yeah, I have is, a hard time following this. One. Yeah, but it's stunning. Oh, it is. Is it trying to make a swastika? No, is that looks more like an infinity symbol. Yeah, but pieces are breaking away. That's wrong. Well, that's because I think she hits. The, she throws something at the mirror. Right. Oh, okay. she's broken the vision. Yeah, because actually, there are these tiny little panels that you have to actually look through. But there's yeah, three there, things there's, going on at yeah. the same time. It, it it is an very again very interesting visual artistic choice to do this. this see, I, I didn't catch the third one. I caught the two. Yeah, see, there's one here, here, and here. See, we always see three sides of the of the cube. Okay, and something is going on on each one. All right. I got, but I didn't get what was going on in the bottom one. Well, the bottom one is, well, that's everything that's in. That's all the tools. Okay, I got you. I got you now. All right, I see what that is. Then we get to my next problem with the book. Okay. Again, it's just little quirks. Father Fred goes over to the sheriff's place and basically, like, listen, here's what I found in Palmer. I'm like, oh, no, they're just an organization of farmers and Doc Hudson, he's loony. Like, well, do you know your deputy is one of these problems? Well, Which is the very same deputy yeah. that, like, helped him yeah, get like, out of jail. And she's like, well, I'm going to have to have a talk with him. And now this straight-laced sheriff that was, like, so hard-ass, like, listen, I'm just doing my job. I'm following the letter of the law. Gets a call and is like, oh, you drive. I've been drinking all night. Like, you don't just... Yeah, I don't know any cop that... Hold on. You don't applaud her going, wait, I'm a little too drunk to drive. Can, she, you do you know, actually know any Because nobody else is here. Look, 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 look. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, I do. I'm just saying. And we're not going to talk about the golden ticket or anything like that because I know about all of those. And yes, it's true. But, um, and my bass players are good. Yes. So anyway. Um, <laughs> but my problem with but that I, is... I, the- Again, I kind of like, he sort of has a don't drink and drive message in the story here. I, I get so that, I, but it's... Yeah, but the father's an alcoholic. Yeah, but he wasn't drinking. That we know of. <laughs> well, we followed him through this whole book, and he, he didn't have He's constantly pulling out a flask in the other books. 
It's yeah, but yeah, it's holy you, water. You but, drank some Kool Aid, but again, it just seems like this book was very inconsistent on the characters. Like, yeah, said. like Fred seen all this and was like trying to get answers, and then he gets answers like I don't believe it. The cop who was by the letter of the law, like, listen, I have to do this because it's my job. Uh, on the other hand, of that, Jimmy, you're seeing a shift because Doctor Zoo now now believes it. I think everything's yeah moving it's around, kind of shifting yeah. around, yeah. And I think that's on purpose. But it shouldn't affect the characters that we've been following along with. That, but it does. But besides that. Because everything's flipping. But again, besides that, love the book. They basically are called out. <laughs> besides all those problems, yeah. I still love the book. No, it's just the Very inconsistency. Nice. And like, yeah. But we really haven't... Like, the only time we got to deal with the sheriff was when she was in uniform. We haven't Turn seen her off. outside of it. Turn night off. She's kicking yeah. back. A lot of shit happened. She's got to... She got to unload. She had a dead priest and a woman with a freaking claw through her chest. <laughs> Just saying. I I'd probably be pounding a couple myself. But again, if you she was portrayed by like I said, letter of the law. I I I don't know. I I didn't like. I can suspend I, my disbelief. For I didn't it, mind it because it's like, hey, nobody else is around. I technically shouldn't be. Driving, and she even says, "I shouldn't probably do this, but you're gonna have to drive." Yeah, can you drive? And, and you know, she asks. Uh, you know, I. It, but basically, all it is is a plot device to get to where Father Fred to there where we need him at. Which it was be, lazy. Be, be, that's your excuse for everything. For, for Lemire's writing, that was a very lazy plot. I'm device. just saying, everything's lazy writing. Okay, okay. But in between that, we see Zoo going to Norton. And he's like, oh, you finally believe? She's like, yes, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't know. But in the background, we see that face again. Yeah. And then we're back at the house. Well, we're going to the house where there's a, where she gets the phone call to. Right, Father which Fred is... And, she's and she's like, yeah, there's, from, there's shots. It's the couple that he met at church. The couple that he met at church that, that the we, guys was like... Kind of creepy. Yeah, and, and I had see that out the yeah. last one. Like, we, like, we said, no, hey, something's really going to be up with these guys. And and she's like, yeah, there's shots fired. And Father Fred's like, wait, shots fired? Shouldn't I have a bulletproof vest or something? She's like, wait, you think we can afford that? <laughs> but basically, they get to the house, and the, the wife's sitting on the porch. She's like, where, where are they? She's like, I don't know. The deputy told me to get out and call. call, and that's where it ended. And we flip to the last page of the book, and it's... Kind of brutal. Well, it's the hammer, and that's the deputy hanging. Yep. The deputy that they were talking about. Who's the plowman. Yep. Who's the plowman. And now, he is basically, this guy has, this this guy has taken him out. And kind of beaten him to death with a sledge. Yeah. And that's what and she saw in the, in the mirror. In the mirror. Yeah. She saw this thing ready to happen. Here again, I don't know if it's artistic or not, but you got a big red circle around the two guys. But the guy, the guy that did it basically says... Hi, Father. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. I uh, Again, solid book. This easily could have been on my pick of the week. Yeah, yeah also, like, I, like I said, I, I didn't like the character flip-flopping. It kind of threw me off. Like, But I think if the cover from the next issue is anything... Well, that's the sheriff. We're going to see more about the sheriff. Which is kind of how things have been going yeah. with, with, with this. So, so I think we're going to get more sheriff background. Josh, did you read Skyward? Yes. Um, all right. Why don't you go ahead and hand off that? Was that was my last uh, independent well, this why week? Because I've got okay. two more independents. Oh, okay. All right. 
So basically, with Skyward, oh, is this, Skyward, is this the one where they were no gravity? No gravity. Yeah, okay. no gravity, and basically, and they do start, address more things. Do they address how they poop? Yes, no, that no, not, yet. not yet, not yet. But not they yet. are getting there because they address yeah. the food shortage and stuff. They're like, yeah, like when when gravity went out, like there's two there's two people basically that or there's three people that this kind of focuses on. There's there's the main character who's the girl who grew up in this world. She was a baby when the whole thing happened. Her father, who may or may not be responsible for it happening in the first place, he has been focusing all of his time on how to fix it, and his partner um, has been focusing, or he claims to be focusing on how to make the world adapt to this new environment. Um, Which, we start off with her her dad's former partner when the event happened. Yeah, he's in his office building, and he's watching people float up into nothing. And he he himself is floating up, and... And everything else. Well, he's, the, he's in the building. So he's he's in the building. Anywhere. Yeah, he's yeah. floating up, but he's in the building. He knows he's not going to go anywhere. Right. So basically, he's telling all of this. He's telling his side of the story of when the event happened to our uh, main character. I forget what her name is now. All of a sudden, uh, I think I hit my head. Um, what is her name? Yami. I did. Do they even say her name? Do you in actually this read these books, Josh? I, look, it's look, an indie book. No, I'm not going to memorize all the names. I don't think like they say her name in this one. How many, how many it's not that important to Josh. Yeah. It's, it's not. I can recognize yeah. them on the pages. And um, so basically you're walking through and, and he's like, basically she ends up saying, hey, my father's been working on a, a thing to fix this. And she goes, but she doesn't really think he can. Isn't that uh, like well, she yeah, doesn't she's think like, he he's can. got some problems and this guy's like, well, listen, take, tell me where he lives and I will, I will help you. I, I will help him out. Right, and that, that, this he, is his former partner, right? Right. Yes. But, yeah, but, but this guy has nefarious ulterior motives. He because, did it because he's been profiting from the loss of gravity because he, yeah, he, he may not he's be, been making gravity boots yeah. and, and everything else. If things else go back to the way they were, this guy will see, go back. He has all the power. Right. So basically, yeah, she's like, "Well, I'll come back and I'll bring him here, or I'll let you know tomorrow, or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen." And he turns on her gravity boots and like locks him to the ground and just beats the shit out of her because he believes her that this guy is full blown psycho because he's laughing as he's punching. He's like, "Look, it's and like an, it's like a, hell it's like one of those pop yeah. up clowns that just keep coming back yeah. up." And yeah. she's like, "Well, what the fuck?" So Ooh. she headbutts him and that turned dark real. Quick. And uh, one of the guards comes up and tases her, which ma- makes the boots, boots malfunction. And allows her to escape. Yeah, because she knows how to float. Yes. Right. Um, and so she runs into one of her friends who works for this guy, um, and she decides to hide in the laundry. Wait, did she just jump out of the building and somehow get to the ground? Is that what it seemed? Yeah, she, she, yeah. Look, she's used to flying around, so she can maneuver yeah. herself very well. Compared yeah, to people that her. live where everything is magnetized. Okay. So yeah. she is very good at this. I, I'm okay they, with all of this because yeah. her element is... In the sky, yeah, that she lives in the sky. Like he even yeah. he even says at one point, like if things go back to the way they were, are, do you do you even want that? Because you were you've lived in this gravityless world your whole life. How so, would you? Adapt so to gravity this? returns somewhat. Then no, no, they have he the are he has gravity boots. He has gravity no, boots. No, but her. Him. That's what I'm saying. She's outside there. And oh, she she. So why does she's she pushing just, herself she's pushing down? Herself. She's pushing herself. There's down. no gravity, so if she just pushes okay. herself in that. She'll float in that direction. Like she has a delivery. She works as a, a messenger in she's the courier, sky. Yeah. yeah, she's a courier in so the sky. So, so they have like little jetpacks and stuff that kind of push them in the, the direction yeah, they want to go. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. It just doesn't make sense how everyone just floated up and now 
you see her outside and she's not just floating. Yeah, the whole, the whole, but she's born into this, so she, yeah, for her, it's like, like the she's born in the water. water. At the beginning when it started, it didn't really make a lot of sense for everyone to float upwards, but that's just kind of what happened, I guess. Yeah, that, that's my only question. Like, okay, if she can maneuver herself down, these people shouldn't have just kept floating Well, no, no, up, no. Yeah. she's able to do that because she pushes herself off of it. They just floated up and there's nothing to grab onto. Yeah. You're going to keep going. And yeah. that's how some and, and they, they they're like, why am I, why am I floating? And, oh my God, I'm not stopping. And there's you nothing know, to push off of. Well, yeah. she, she's so they, going out of the building and she pushes off the doors and then floats down. The okay. Bed. Part of their thing would be they're in shock. Okay. Right. Yeah. And again, she's lived in this for over 20 years now, so... You were merely adopted. She ca- she finds one of her friends who has decided to help her escape by going into the laundry bin that she's pushing around. And they find out that their legless friend is actually in a very wealthy family who force him to kind of live a gravity-bound gravity life. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy, when he's, in the, when he's in the outskirts of town and like floating around with everyone else, he's just like them. He just doesn't have legs. But he's exactly like them because they all float. But when he's with his family, they make him sit in a wheelchair. And she's like, why? It's tied to the ground. It's tied yeah. to the ground. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. And, but, like, wow, and it's why? because the family is loaded. Yeah, and there are yeah. also a lot of old people that are tied in their old ways. So um, they're like, why didn't he ever tell any of us? And he's like, look, he, did, he doesn't want anyone to know because he hates being seen as a different person. Um, but they talk about how sex education works in this world. So yeah. if you're, it doesn't it cover poop. Because that's not involved in sex, I would, they, I would hope. They do talk um, about spooge. There are those kinds there of are, errors, Josh. But, I mean, they don't cover it, so... They, they do talk about spooge. Yes. Yeah. Someone asks, you know, what if... What if... What if rogue flying spooge happens to go into a woman's that, that vagina? Will so they get horrible. pregnant? And it's like, well, it doesn't look that way, Jimmy. And, uh... Yeah, anyway. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Oh, okay, so me bringing up the poop question was like, you just looked at me like I was a No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I no, totally no, agree no, with no. you. We, we will get there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, like, they show how they deal with their garbage and everything else. It yeah. just goes in a chute that goes up. Yep. So, uh, she you gets... I think garbage would, like, be really easy to deal with. Yeah, you just dump it up in the sky. But... Yeah, just dump it up. Um... She basically escapes, and um, when she gets back home, her, her father's already missing. So we don't know, and, and the place is like torn up. So somebody got there before him, or maybe he tore the place up. We don't know, but we're 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 getting places, and they're answering more questions. Yes, than what I like uh, again. This book has been improving as it goes on and on, and I I I and, think and the at the this whose moment, name I don't remember are good characters. Yes. And, and at but this she's moment, not good enough for you to remember their names. They didn't say her name in here. I don't, I don't think, think they at say all. Once in the entire book, yeah, in this book. Yeah. So I have to go Does back to say it on the splash page, the first page. There is no. It Willa. Just talks about the... Her name's Willa. Okay. Because I saw the script. <laughs> um, I but just... uh, I really enjoyed this book a yeah. lot. I think that so far of the three, this one may have been my favorite of because the new, we're of getting the new indies. I've been picking up. This is definitely my favorite one. Out of like Infidel and, and Flavor, which I'm going to cover next, and this and Skyward is definitely my favorite. Uh, Flavor, uh, Flavor number two came out this week. I enjoyed the first one because it was kind of a unique concept, and real quick I can cover that. Where basically, um, this world is it, it basically chefs and food are food is the ultimate commodity. It even says here I'm just reading it verbatim, and chefs are the ultimate celebrities. So, like if you're a chef. You are, like, royalty almost. So it opens with um, 
a bunch of kids in this culinary school being asked, you know, what is this? And he's and then this instructor's holding out an orange, and they're like, well, it's it's an orange. And they're like, well, what can you do with an orange? And they're like, well, you could eat it. And he's like scolding him, like, you can do much more with an orange. You can make these fantastic dishes, blah, 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 blah. And he's kind of focusing on this one kid who he reveals it like he's a really shitty chef. And the only reason he's in this school in the first place is because his dad's very wealthy. Um, and he kind of bought his way. And he's like, you can get in here because of who, who your connections are or based on skill alone. You clearly are in, in the former category. So his dad has a lot of food? Or money. Or food. I, they don't use it as currency, I guess. But um, anyway, it, it ends his kind of sequence with him crying over a torn-in-half picture of this girl and her dog, which is our main characters, because we see the other half that she still has. Uh, we don't know if they're, they're like estranged friends that grew up together and got separated because her family's very poor, his family very, very wealthy. But cut to her. She's being helped out by her estranged uncle who recently showed up. He was the guy with the giant sword that showed up off the train in the first issue. Like the the, the guts sword. Remember yeah. that? So he shows up. He's helping with the cooking and stuff. And she needs to go find these truffles to make this dish because her parents are like, very ill, and these very rare truffles will help cure them if she can cook them. Uh, we get a panel with the dog giving a motivational speech in, in dog speech. I was going to say, the dog He's literally talk. pounding his hand and saying, rough, 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 over and over again, which I thought was hysterical. You were. I mean, what is happening? Uh, the uncle goes to a, uh, a, like, CD bar sort of place, and he's broke so he's trying to find ways to make money and um he hears this guy over talking about this cooking competition that if you enter it uh normally they only let professional chefs enter it but he's like my wife is the best cook ever she should enter it we'll make a lot of money and the guy's like and the uncle's like well tell me about this and the guy's like no you're not gonna enter it if you're only if you're entering it you're assuming you're better than my wife and i'll i'll beat your ass if 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 that's what you're assuming well he beats his ass anyway and literally tears his tears the uncle's shirt off and reveals apparently some sort of tattoo on his chest that indicates he's a badass. We don't see what the tattoo is, but apparently the uncle has a dark, mysterious past that makes him a badass. Hence, Part of the Russian mob? With giant swords. Apparently. Does he have a star over his heart? We don't see it. So, But we do see the scars on his back. He looks like kind of like Oliver Queen from Arrow. Uh, we catch up with the girl. She has this disguise she made to enter like a fight club. Uh, to get into, because if you fight in this competition, you can win these truffles. Um, so she reveals to her dog that she intends to fight in this fight club. Like a food fight club, or just a it fight club? It doesn't really say. I mean, there, there's a crowd forming, and they all have, like, weapons and stuff, and they're saying stuff like, um, we want them nice and bloody, but they could just be making steaks. That's I mean, everything is, everything is a food pun, basically, throughout this thing. But I really like the art in this book. It's it reminds me of like um, reminds me a lot of like Avatar: The Last Airbender and like Legend of Korra sort of art. Oh, and it's art got that is... sort of feel where like it's sort of the same world, but there's this one element that's focused on primarily where rather than like control over the elements, and we have these Airbenders and Waterbenders, we have professional chefs. So um, it didn't address the end of the last issue where the one guy was thrown over the wall. The whole city's called the Bowl, and there's these walls that surround it, and beyond the wall is this creature that's made of, like, darkness and tentacles that, like, killed somebody. They, like, sacrificed things to it as, like, to keep it from invading the Bowl. So we didn't find anything out about that, this issue, but I'm liking where this is going. It, it, it's very clearly, like, a, a, 
a, like a, a teenager's sort of book. But I'm getting it just because the art's very charming. So I recommend it to anyone that would like a a very relaxed book where there's not like supernatural shit so, flying so all over the, the place. So this is basically you just cleansing your palate for yes, all absolutely. The that you're yes. Cleansing my palate with a book based on food. Like, I can't possibly hate this book. I yes. have to read. Yeah, it's it's too it's too cute to hate. So it's it's there we go. It's we found something, Josh. Doesn't have yes. to hate. Not I think they should put that on the back of the next cover. Too comic cute. Book, comic book rehab podcast. Too cute to hate. This, <laughs> as, far as, as far as rehab goes, this is my detox book. So there we go. Awesome. And then Our we're finishing book? with what would have been my pick of the week if it wasn't for Batman Forty Nine. Oh boy, here we go again. I had problems with this book. Not as much as Batman. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy, Jimmy has just, just left the building. So we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about uh, Black Hammer: Age of Doom number three, and uh, <sighs> we we start back in the town. I can't remember what the town is. Oh, but, he's going mobile. Um, you gonna you gonna wrap no? I have a feeling you might get strangled with that core. That's fine. It, it, it did run through my mind a couple of times. Um, we cut back to the town that that the the Black Hammer group is is stuck in, and the sheriff who had disappeared or was killed. I can't remember if he was if he disappeared or he died. Just disappeared. Yeah, he shows up again, and normally he's a massive prick, like a power tripping sheriff asshole, and he shows up. If Josh and was the sheriff, he is he is the most precious person ever. He's totally okay with Abraham Slam uh, slamming his ex wife. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and he's like, hey, y'all have a nice day. And then they're both like, they literally just say, what the fuck just happened? So, uh, clearly something happened to that guy. We don't know. Uh, but we cut to my problem with this book. I understand that it is an homage to a lot of DC and Marvel stuff, but we literally have, like, it goes from homage to almost a complete ripoff at this point for a brief moment. Cause they're in, they're in the dreamland. And they're talking to literally the, the, the endless. Uh, they we have oh. we have Dream, but his name is um. Uh, what the hell is his name? Was it important enough for you to memorize? It's just another name way of saying Dream. They run into rather than uh, Destiny. His name is the Timekeeper. He even has a giant chained book with him. Uh, Death is there, but her name is the Pallbearer, the Mistress of Death. Uh, they have. Uh, Desire, his name is um, the Make Breaker, Maker Breaker, and then we have uh, Destruction, uh, which is just Matchmaker. So super blatant. And yes, because none of the other stuff that has happened in this universe is a blatant. Ripoff. Well, the other things are are unique in their own way. When these are they like, literally put the Green Lantern Corps into Doctor Star, but. Right, you're right, but it's it wasn't a ring; it was a staff. Correct, exactly. Because <laughs> um, that makes it so much better. That's an homage versus a ripoff. But they they talk for a bit, and and Black Hammer's just like, what what is? Why am I even here? This is completely pointless. Just get me the hell out of here. There is a nice moment though where it's the first time she's actually been called Black yeah, Hammer. Yeah, and she 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 even recognized that. She's like, this is this is cool. Someone finally calls me Black Hammer rather than Lucy Weber. Um, we jump to, uh, 
Mark Marks is confronting uh, the priest again, who he had feelings for. And he's basically like, look, I need to get this off my chest. I understand you may have a problem with me, but I, I still feel that you have feelings for me as well. If you're ever ready to try, I'm willing to wait as long as it takes sort of thing. And the priest has a turn of heart, and they embrace and kiss each other. And then we see that uh, this is being viewed through the cauldron of Madam uh, Butterfly. Madam... Is it Madam Butterfly? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Madam Butterfly. And Colonel Weird is there, and he's like, look, this is wrong, what you're doing is very wrong, stop this. So clearly she's having... She seems to be manipulating either Mark Marks or the priest for whatever reason. It doesn't really say. Yeah, no, just kind they, of... Uh, she's apparently... She apparently has gone from being part of the group to being like this rogue element that may... She may have been the one that sent... In fact, we find out that she's probably responsible for sending Lucy Weber yeah. away. Um, because we jump back to her in uh, in the dream world, and a door opens, and they're like, you know, head to this door, it'll take you where you need to go, and they they open these doors that are in this long hallway in this in this whatever cabin they're in. Um, that looks a lot like the Aether Room. Yeah, the Ante Room. Or the Ante Room, and she's like... Wait, you just took me back. No, no, that's just one part of this entire Yeah, doorway. and she's like, I think I know where this is. And they start opening up doorways, and they go to different dimensions, which I don't recognize any of them. I think these might also be kind of Easter egg homage sort of things. Yeah, I didn't really get this. I mean, it was But cool. one's like a zombie, like, uh, 1900s British place, and then we have one where there's this, there's a kid with a hockey stick and deer antlers and pointy ears in the forest. I don't know. Maybe oh, it's just that looks like. Boy, that looks like one of the sweet tooth things. It. It. I don't know. I don't recognize it. So it might. It, it most certainly the doorways are clearly doorways to other universes. Yeah. So. And it's definitely homage to something. Yeah, it clearly but is. But apparently, it's deeper than. And please, sorry, that's all cell phones. Yeah, uh, but she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm. I'm the black hammer. Uh. I'm just going to use my hammer, and, and uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Jack Sabbath. He says, you can't just smash things Jack and get us, ju- just get us out of here. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm just going to use my hammer. I've seen my father use it before for other things other than smashing. So she basically summons lightning that kind of makes a breadcrumb trail for her to follow, and she exits out into the same room that Colonel Weird and Madame Butterfly are in. So clearly her cabin that she gets her power from in the first place She's using it for nefarious purposes to keep them there or something along those lines, but, um, well, yeah, it's still solid. Like, this is one of my, like, the whole Black Hammer universe, I'm, I enjoy pretty much every in. part of it. Um, all the characters are unique except, in their own way, even though they're homages, except for the whole, like, the, the endless sort of thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of. They didn't change enough for me to, to like say, oh, this was clever. This is just blatantly the exact same character, just drawn slightly differently. Okay, all right, very so solid that... book. Uh, taking a month off next month. Um, next issue won't be out till August. Are there any more minis? Yeah, series uh, that spun off of this. It, it actually uh, just I thought had there more was another one. Yeah. Um, it is. The Quantum Age? The Quantum Age, yes. Where are they focusing on that one? Uh, A thousand years in the future. Okay, so this is going to be like the the Legion of Superheroes. It seems. 
Yeah, that's kind of what it seems. So. Okay. I mean, all the spinoffs have been phenomenal, so... Uh, and especially Dr. Star, so... I really enjoy... I'm glad I started reading this when I did. I, I didn't pick it up when it first came out, but I picked it up... I started reading when it around, the second like... One came I, out. When the, the trade series, came out. Yeah. I picked it up when the trade came out, and then I continued to get them after that. And then you got me hooked on it, so... So I highly recommend this to anyone that is, is a fan of, like, DC and Marvel Comics... And wants to see sort of like a, a love story to those universes, almost. It's pretty much the one title right now I think Dark Horse has pretty much going for him. That's pretty an much, ongoing yeah. title right now. Um, so it's definitely a good help for him. So, cool. Alrighty. And that was our comics this week. We're switching over to Meteor. So... Let's talk about a little bit there. A lot has been going on. We'll talk about the current stuff and then catch up on some of the stuff we touched upon uh, last week. Current, I think, most recent news might be Roseanne's coming back without Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne without Roseanne. Yeah, so ABC, I think, just yesterday announced, announced that they, they greenlit the... Con, well, what they're the going to be calling the Connors, but I heard that that title may but change. Right That's not <laughs> like the chair was going down again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jimmy's eyes got really wide. He's like, oh my goodness. Now I'm Jesus Almighty, not now, again. Now I'm going to have to take him to the hospital. Um, Drop his ass off at the curb. <laughs> Get the hell out. Get him you know, out. He, he can say all he wants, but you know, Jimmy is a good friend when we were in the car accident. He sat with me the whole night. Till so, four in the goddamn, goddamn morning. morning. <laughs> yep. So, um, but anyway, one of the things that I read was that Roseanne Barr herself had to sign a specific contract to basically sign off her rights. Yeah, basically what she had said after that, she said, you know, don't don't cancel the show and punish everyone else for my mistake. And I guess that she uh, worked with ABC and said, listen, if there's any way to keep it on the air, I'll do whatever you just want. And this is what they came up with, and she had no qualms about it. Yeah, she... So I'm all, sure she was all, paid handsomely for it, though. No. no I don't no. think she was paid anything. No, yeah. Really? I don't yeah. think she was paid anything. Really? If anything, she's going to get the union contract because they renewed the show. Right. So they are guaranteed pay for seven episodes. Right. So all of her stuff that she would have gotten paid for seven episodes, she might get paid for that unless she signed off on that, which that we won't know um, because that was like a, that's a, that's a SAG thing. That was like yeah. a, a, that was a union thing. Yeah, and you won't, you won't and see that, you So won't everybody see would have gotten paid partial, but they, they signed a 13 episode deal. So they would have gotten guaranteed basically half the seven episodes. Right. So, so basically what this does is pretty much gives everybody their jobs back. The crew, uh, the writers and everything, she will not have a, a producer credit on it anymore. So her, she's going to be completely All taken sure. off. And I think right now the rumor is basically the premise of this show will be after the catastrophic event that has happened to the family, how they deal with it afterwards. So Which I it think sounds be, like they're killing her off. I think it's going to be her death on the operating table. Right. That would be, that would play in the storyline. Again, you said there was still one episode that they didn't they, air. They did not air the last episode for the season. Yeah, they. I think they aired nine out of ten. Because they talk about her they, going they talking about surgery. with the, yeah. the tornado or whatever. Hit. The I mean, flood. Well, the yeah, flood. The, the flood and they were going to be able to the money. afford the surgery. Yeah. Right, but they never 
There was supposed to be one more episode after that. For this yeah, I thought they all aired. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know there was another, there was uh, another one that was. But anyway, but her going into like they easily could open it up even after or start it with them at the funeral and then just talk about, you know, how the surgery and stuff went wrong and she, you know she died from it and they kill off that character and then they deal with everything on there. Um, I, I mean. Okay. I was always a big Dan guy. I watched yeah. it more for Dan than anything, yeah. so I'm all right with this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I don't think it'll get the killer monster ratings that it did have. I think maybe start. I give it two seasons. You, I'm, I'm thinking the 13 episode run probably maybe it, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. You know. Um, so I mean, hey, good for everybody else that's involved. Um, I, I think ABC sort of needed to fill a void, and you know now they're able to to do that and stuff. So that was, that was one of the pretty big, uh, um, media reveals and TV, um, things right now. Some of this stuff, I haven't seen everything on stuff. that's all being canceled and renewed, yeah. but this stuff is all starting to come out. Now it's about the time because they're going to be starting the upfront. Yeah. Soon. Pr- pretty much everything comic book related is getting another season. Yes. And yep. agents of shield is going to be afterwards. And, yep. It's going to be a 10 or 13, Right, and it's going to start after... It's going to be summer next uh, year, yeah. Yeah, Avengers. Um, okay, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that I'm forgetting that was uh, like this week? Uh, some news. Uh, obviously, X-Men Gold and Blue being canceled. Oh, yep. yeah. Um, you have uh, Donny Cates teasing the possibility of God Country coming back. Oh, yeah, you showed me that today. So, yeah. I'm very excited. That was one series that before the podcast started that probably would have been my pick of the week almost every time it came out. That was a great series. Yeah, that was, that was a big book. That was, that was crazy. Cause that first issue went into Jesus five, six, seven, eight printings or something. I don't know. Supergirl. I don't know if that was a season finale on Monday, but it seems. Season yeah. That finale. one, that one was finishing late. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's been solid. Um, it's been a solid, you know, kind of, being part of the Arrowverse, but being able to be separate. The only thing I didn't like about this is just, you know, all these evil Kryptonians are coming and Superman just decides not to show up. Like, they've introduced him many times. They've had him on many episodes, but apparently, you know, oh, this entire city is under attack by three Kryptonians. And, and we're just not going to show up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, you got it, Car. You got it. I'm busy. <laughs> He's got to fight Robozar. Yeah. Yeah. He's got bigger things to worry about. Like, right. Like Lex Luthor in his fucking bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Batman's in it too. That's why Batman hasn't shown up yet. In, that's in not the first time. I don't years. think that's the first time Batman's been inside of uh, Superman. Oh! The joke was there and they addressed it many times. So, alright. Um, yes, we touch on... Last week was a huge media week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Into, okay. into the right. Spider-Verse. Well, okay, into the Spider-Verse. Did Go anyone ahead. else watch the trailer yet? Not yet. Animated, uh, basically yeah. focusing on Miles Morales. It looks like it's going to be a great uh, animated. Um, it's going to be released right around Christmas. So, looking forward to that. Is that a straight to DVD? No, no, that's theater release, yep. Yeah, and then like Peter Parker's his mentor. And then uh, Spider-Gwen shows up. Yeah. So, so it wouldn't be Spider-Verse without Spider-Gwen. Right, but... It's nice to see that they're... It, it looks like they put actual effort into this instead of just like banking on riding the rest of the Marvel movie successes. Yeah, it's 
um, Wonder Woman. A lot of stuff is coming out it's from. They revealed that Steve is still alive. Chris Pine's in it. Somehow. He's in the trailer yeah. on foot. Yeah, yeah. So. so we'll see how that. Because this is Wonder Woman 84. 84, is, yeah. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's okay. the word. I understand because it is, you know, the perfect year. So. Okay. <laughs> is that the year you turned 18? Yeah. Yeah. I was six. <laughs> I was not six, I, I, I was six years from being born. I was, uh, yeah, it's the end of that year, and I was graduated. So, yeah. That was actually a joke at you being old, but man, yeah. I kind of feel bad. Hey, we have a movie, so, you know, what movie do you have for your graduating class? That's what I thought. Oh. Class of 84? You haven't seen it? Alice Cooper's in it? It's amazing. It's a classic. I've never seen it. <laughs> I haven't either. You, you take notes. Not only did it was separate... a blockbuster yeah. special all the time. Listen. <laughs> oh, oh, and how did, how did that work for the company? Did you take notes? Not only is all the hate on that side, but both yeah. the young guys are on that side, too. Yeah. Well, all I said is I haven't seen the movie. It's all right. <laughs> He's so he, anyway. All right, just listen, move. On. I was able to move from the table without taking out my head. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So Wonder Woman. Uh, what else? Geez. I'm just trying to keep it moving. The uh, Jeff Johns Jim Lee yeah. switch, switch at DC. Yeah, because Johns is doing all the movie and entertainment stuff now. Yep, right? and he's also going to be writing again. And Jim Lee, they're making him do. Special one in one hundred variant covers because Hopefully that's this how they can sell the books. They'll have books that come out more than once every eight years. Yeah, every time Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> um, well, because Doomsday Clock I think is pushed back, isn't it? Well, the I don't, think, I don't think that was a writing thing. I think it's just because Gary Frank is they're they're wanting to take his time on this art. Because it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, I, uh, they didn't do it beforehand because. Who fucking knows? Okay. I'll blame Bendis. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, Tom King on Seth Myers. He was announced yep. in the interview. Yep. Um, I watched. So I got to watch, um, which was cool. They basically, you know, announced on a late night talk show, hey, Batman 50 released on July 4th. <laughs> you know, so that was that was kind of where cool. there's going to be a midnight release party, possibly. I, yes, yes, we are going really? to be doing a midnight release um, wedding. Thanks for the show. Well, I'm going to be here, so yeah. Which means you'll be here. There's also sixty. Are we doing a special trillion, podcast for that? Sixty trillion variant. Uh, I, I, I think and it there, was one hundred eleven thousand three hundred twenty-two at last count. Yes, well, that was that was. Five minutes ago, I think it's exponential it's growth. Yeah, 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 it keeps it keeps morphing into more and more. Yeah, we we almost had a, an exclusive cover, but it was a lot of fucking money. Uh, um, fucking money. It was a lot of fucking money. Okay. And then uh, two books that are coming out: uh, Thanos Legacy and by Donny Cates Donny in the Cates fall, and, and uh, Heroes in Crisis by Tom King and art by uh, Clay Mann, which right. will focus on the kind of mental and emotional side of being a hero. Yes, and the people running the mental institution is Harley and Booster Gold. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, one of them apparently is doing bad things to the people. Gee, I wonder which is which. Yeah, so that's the whole mystery that it teased, sort of. 
Well, I mean, obviously it's going to be neither of them, and it's going to be like the Joker, Doctor, the Joker number four, or yeah. And then finally, the first Black Label book from DC was announced, and it's going to be the White Knight trade, which will have the uncensored sex scene between Jack. He fell. <laughs> no, you can't blame the fall for this. this is... <laughs> he hit his head. But that, that is He's all got I, a bump That's all head. I have for media. Okay. Um, well, uh, was it last week that we found out that uh, charges were pressed or, or somebody was arrested? No, Chris Harwood? Well, no, no, for Stan Lee, uh, like the elder. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. last week. Yeah. His, uh, his agent or his... Uh, I, thought was, I thought it was a manager abuse. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what I didn't that... realize... Um, I forget where I heard this. What I didn't realize is Max, the guy that was on the So You Want to Be a Superhero second season, who basically became Stan Lee's personal bodyguard slash he's the one that makes sure Stan doesn't get hurt. Like, because he might try to walk up or downstairs and he will fall. So Max will be there to just... Grab him we immediately. Need, we, need we needed for, Max here for, for yeah. when Dave fell. You need a big Max. Well, Max is pretty big. So no, big. Yeah. Max might need a forklift. Well, yeah, Max, Max Listen, might have. I am over 40 now, so it took me a little while to get up. <laughs> yeah. I was You're just I was, looking at it bring a hit. I was just waiting for you to pull pull out the uh, life alert bracelet. <laughs> no, I can't get up. Oh, oh, but uh, evidently Max has not been um, with Stan for a little while. Um, and I didn't realize that he wasn't working for him anymore. And evidently that was part of like all of Stan's people getting kind of thrown out of his life. I think it was pretty much everybody. Yeah. But then that's the guy who did that. That's the one who has been. This is the one they press charges against, right? Is um, that am I understanding that correctly? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but they were saying that it's his family that was doing that. No, that was no. that was this guy saying like, "Oh no, it's his daughter." Yeah, You're right. It was the guy who's and this is the one that he put the put the video out saying, "I'll sue the pants off anyone." He made he made Stan basically record a video saying, "I sue right. the pants off anyone that accuses this guy or right. continues accusations of elder abuse." When it's actually going on, yeah. So, I mean, I'm so glad... He's abusing the elder. <laughs> it sucks that it happens to someone like Stan Lee, but I'm glad that it finally... It sucks that it happens to anybody. That right, happens. yeah, obviously. I mean, um, come on. I mean, you're basically preying upon one of the weakest... I don't want to say weakest, because they've been through hell. Well, mostly, the, the, the most vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's and then I guess I Chris Hardwick, uh, more has come out. Yeah, because yeah. uh, last week when we recorded the Chris Hardwick thing... Just, just happened, girl. like, hours before. Yeah, uh, Chloe just had released her uh, kind of So, basically, editorial. okay, so basically the story is Chloe did a post on some social media. It was kind of a story about what happened with her career, because she basically disappeared for a little while. And... and then she doesn't name anyone by name but says a podcaster yep. and and all this other stuff yeah. and her former ex-boyfriend or whatever which of course pointed to Hardwick when this broke within hours, hours yeah by the time I got home I had sent you the AMC had talking. had well basically pulled him from everything so they his new show, which was talking with Chris Hardwick, that was going to have Donald Glover on, 
on last Sunday was supposed to air, and they pulled that immediately. He got uninvited from San Diego, Diego. Comic-Con, so he is not doing any of the panels on San Diego Comic-Con, and I'm not 100% sure. I think ABC, because the wall was supposed to start shooting real soon. And I think that is on hold, or I'm not sure if that's canceled or if they're replacing him with somebody. They haven't really announced yet. Um, And then he released a statement, which... He denied everything. But the way he denied it is, like, the most, like, pompous kind of... Arrogant. Like, everything that you would... Everything that you would do to kind of not make people on your side, like, basically a lot of victim blaming, like, oh, she cheated on me, she begged for me back. I wanted to be a father, but she didn't want a family. Like, it was very vile and kind of like, I can't see how him going through this and having the money that he has, he didn't run it by a lawyer and a lawyer go, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, well, basically, the, the, the way it read to me, it's like, he said everything that you wouldn't say. To make you want, me believe you, yes. yeah. Like, it was a bunch of excuses. Well, and like then, basically then he even has his mother-in-law, Patty Hearst, kind of go for bat for him in defense. And she's kind of not the person you sort <laughs> no, of really no, want. Not really. In your, you know, kind of speaking yeah. for you. And even she's come out and said stuff now. So and, Yeah, and... It's the it, whole Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, <laughs> and, and as we talked about it, did you just get that? Charge? Yeah. It took a little bit. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of that that thing we talked about earlier this week. That I think that it's kind of gone to his head because she got together with him right before the Talking Dead started, right before he sold the Nerdist. So right before he really became this powerhouse in the kind did, of industry that we have here in the comic did, book kind did of industry. Anybody find out if they pulled after midnight on Comedy Central? Well, I think that, that, that's, that's been canceled. Been canceled. Yeah, that's been canceled. Yeah. And the funny thing is, two weeks ago he was on, um, he was on the one radio show I listened to, and I kind of like his interview. I'm like, man, you know, this isn't scripted. He kind of seems like pompous and full of himself. Like he was talking, like, yeah, you know, I've always planned 18 months ahead, and I'll put out projects. And now all the projects are coming to be, so I'm so busy. Like very pompous, and I'm like. I kind of, like, walked away from that interview like, wow, he really seemed like a dick. Yeah, but if you look at the old interviews, <sighs> he was always kind of douchey in the, in the interviews. Uh, I don't know. I never had a problem I, with him, I, but that, that interview, the, like I said, a few weeks ago, he came off. of this is really odd. Because um, it ends with, like, literally that Sunday before he's live on with the final Talking, talking Dead for the uh, mid-season finale where they spoilers kill off the main character and i guess we'll segue into that shortly and then um she or and then that friday all this starts to come down and blow up and no longer does he basically have a job like his career feels like it's kind of done at the moment oh he's kathy griffin right i i have no yeah. opinion on this one way or the other but the jokes that have spawned from it are pretty funny i said i heard someone say that the only Talking Dead now is going to focus on his career, as opposed yeah. to well, in memoriam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That in memoriam is yeah. Chris Hardwick's yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I know anything because I don't. 
Yeah, um, there, well, we don't know anything. This is all just There is an talk. early yeah. rumor that for next season of The Talking Dead, he will be replaced by, uh, is it Yvette Nicole Brown? Well, she, she actually, super fan. She, if you're going to replace anybody, that's who you want. she's good. But... Because uh, she's very excellent that, on that that's show. That's the one that comes out with the Nobel Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she's pretty so good. The rumor is she is negotiating with AMC and she will be taking the mantle of the Talking Dead. Yeah, but like you said, that's a good pick. If they're going to, yeah, if they're going to yeah. do it, that's, she's a good, she would, yeah, I, I'm i I'm okay with that. That, that uh, just makes sense. just turn the knife, I hope the first guest on the couch. Chloe Dykstra. <laughs> that, would be the that would have the highest viewing of any episode of the Talking Dead ever. And Walking Dead. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that's ever going to happen. They probably want to distance themselves from that entire situation, not necessarily just from Chris Hardwick. And so. I don't think I don't think the the Dykstra family lawyers would allow Chloe to be on. No. Like I, they would just have her on a complete lockdown and you know, and everything else. So I don't think that would happen. But that is funny. Um, it's funny as Dave falling, but, <laughs> but it's funny. Yes, um, it happened in slow motion. It did. It, did. it actually it did because I was like, fall I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like a lot of oh, my crazy like, like, oh, I was, oh, was getting oh, ready, oh, ready to say like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And then you were still falling, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we all just stood there like, "We can't stop this." It's <laughs> yeah. like it's it's like a car crash or a train crash in slow that, motion. Like, yeah, there's no way this is happening. You cannot stop this. looking at it. <laughs> I held my laughter until he actually made the sound that I knew he was still alive. But it wasn't. And as soon as he made that sound, I lost. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Oh, it was slow motion. See, was, I'm it. telling you, I like, I literally fall in slow motion. I don't know why. Because <laughs> your whole life is in slow motion. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Too. Okay, all right. So, uh, quick wrap up on the Walking Dead uh, stuff with the uh, TV series Fear wrapped up. And um, basically, this was a much improved uh, half season. This season actually was much better than the last half of the regular TV show. And that's usually not what happens. Usually the fear show is very inferior and just not good. Uh, This one got better. And they had literally killed off all but three of the cast. Pretty much all the bad ones. That has been before. No, they literally killed off. All of the cast. all of the cast now, period, um, including two of the main characters that I thought were untouchable right. uh, in there. Um, and is there anybody left from the original cast? There's two people left from the very first season, very first show, which is Alicia and Strand. Okay, and then um, what's her name, uh, Luciana, I think, which was. Johnny Depp wannabe clones uh, um, girlfriend in there. Uh, he, uh, you know, she's on it, but like, but as far as anybody else from uh, any other season from Fear of the Walking Dead, they're all gone. Wow. Everybody else has been killed and they have been killed. Now, Madison, the main character, could they pull a, hey, there was a dumpster at this fire what they put on? Yeah, sure. Because, you know, we don't have a body yet, um, but they have done the total in memoriam. They well, if they've done much the in memoriam, it's it, pretty much a done thing. Unless they're pull, you know, yeah, but some if, really if, crappy if, stuff. If could if they you remember bring, when they, they did the dumpster thing with Glenn? There was no in memoriam, but that wasn't the end of a season. 
that was that was the end of a mid-season yeah yeah I think so yeah no was it? that was a mid-season end because we had to wait six months to find out if he lives or not because all the names anyway. were going around about being trapped under a dumpster for all that time no that that came out later I'm just saying anyway anyway but um, so they, she could be, or you know, you don't see a body, you know, something could happen. Um, but the new cast basically has been better. They got solid actors oh, in there. Oh, and the uh, big news from Walking Dead this week: John Berenthal is returning for the next season. As yes. Shane. Well, well, they they, he's it, been seen on the set. Yeah. So, but th- there's rumors that it's going to be as Shane. So I don't know if it's a flashback. It's got to be flashbacks because Shane's dead. Yeah. I mean, it has Agreed. to be flashbacks. So I think gonna it's be... going to be another Rick hallucination. Well, that might explain his going out and right. everything else. So, you know, with that, and then, because it almost at this point, they're going to be but cleansing. But they didn't if it was the zombie The only shame. ones that are going to be left from on the regular show in The Walking Dead from the first season, because uh-huh. nobody's left from the first episode, except for Morgan, who's on another show, is going to be Carol and Daryl. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And everybody else is going to be gone. Uh, they're going to be getting, you know, Maggie's going. Because um, Michonne came in at the end of the three. Season three. Season three. Season okay. three. That's right. Michonne's out of the farm. Yes. So. That they were on for. And who knows? She could be on a short list of going out, too, because she's making big movies. Oh, yeah. Now. And because I mean, there's talk about there being a spinoff on Black Panther with it's just, just a, her. What, well, the group, the yeah, Dorm, that, that, Dorma Lodge Fluge, whatever they call that. The right? What? The Dorma Lodge Fluge. Yeah, those. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you both hit your head and are having the seizures <laughs> I, over there? I, 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 I might be. I don't know. I've been up for many, many. I've been up for many hours now, so it's it's rather than completing each other's sentences, completing each other's they're each other's mumbles. Yeah. So, um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, you know, I just end it. Walking Dead show needs this to podcaster. end. This podcaster. End the podcast. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. All right, all right. I, so I think we've. Uh, Oh my God! Have enough golden material for for this one. Um, Made up for the missing week of podcast. Okay. Do you have any quick shout outs or anything? Uh, Castle yeah. Comics, uh, Crazy for Comics, Isaac Thorby, uh, Panels of Ink down in Florida, Steve Kafka. Thank you very much for supporting us. And the shirts. And the shirts, absolutely. Even though I didn't get mine yet. <laughs> hint, hint. Okay. Um, um, also, big shout out to. AA Comics, right here in its door downtown London. World award-winning sign. Uh, award-winning sign. Uh, we're up for another uh, contest for another award for best display. So, uh, hey, those guys that uh, support us can vote for me. That's with their right. Diamond Go vote, vote. Vote, 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 vote for the counter display because, you know, we do have like 30 feet of counter. Um, Biggest counter I've ever seen. And um, you know, it looked good with your graded books in there, right? It did look good with my yeah, books. Yeah, there you go. And, um, and I guess the, the last bit of Walking Dead news is there's going to be 15 variants in blind bags for the 15th anniversary coming out. On so the plus side, they're keeping the cover price. Order, if you order ahead of time, I guarantee the day they come out, they're yeah, going to go down for a minimum get, 10. They're going to go market. Yeah, book in there. Like right. 10, 10 for each cover because there's 15. There's 15 books. 
Yeah, but they're all in blind bags, aren't they? Yes. So you, so you don't know what... So you want 150 books? No. <laughs> no, you do know which you you know what. Oh, you know order. what book you're getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can order. You can order number one. You can order number wow. two. Number seven. Um, Jones' first appearance, Governor's first appearance, Jesus's first appearance. I did uh, not realize that. Yeah, yeah, you can order. Yeah, you so, know, how many, how many actual form. books are there? There's, there's 15, 15 yeah, different. The 15. There's 15 One different ones. Um, you the blind bag will have the color variant, the so black and white books. There's but 15. Each book has its own, okay? So, this is how they explained it. So, inside the blind bag, you could get the color edition. You could get the black and white variant. You could get the virgin art variant, etc., etc., etc. Which, of course, as we know late or have seen lately here with Oblivion Song, every now and again they just pop in a variant cover that just changes. Sometimes you'll have a cover, and then all of a sudden you'll have a little guy. But they did that with cover. No Surrender too, with the Hawkeye cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. did it, yeah. One time or something. So you didn't have the mask on. Yeah. And then, of course, this week we had the secret variant cover for uh, X-Men Gold. Yeah. That nobody knew about. Well, because it revealed a big big spoiler. Um, Yeah. I I want one of each book. Okay. We'll have to set that up. I want none of each book. They come in a bag already? Is it like trash bag material? No, they're going to be blind bag. Yeah, it is. It's It's trash bag. bag. It very conveniently goes right into where it belongs. Yes. The garbage. The garbage. Yes. Well, you know. Walking yeah. Dead is basically literally a shambling corpse at this point, ironically, that died long ago. Die. It died long ago. It's still, <laughs> and it doesn't feed on brains anymore. It still continues, though. Well, it's interesting that they're doing... I'm just... It almost feels like, hey, things are slowing down. We're trying to... Grab some more money. Dave falling... Was like a nanosecond compared to the fall that <laughs> I felt forever. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, you're, this is true. But one of the things that Boom did with the Power Rangers blind bags was generated interest back into Power Rangers, right. and it worked. I mean, because yeah, that, well, that, you guys uh, saw that what yeah, was happening here right now, well, and it's still that, going on. And this sounds like, hey, they did it with those silly Power Rangers. What can we do with but, the biggest show on TV? But it was because no matter what, Walking Dead still is charting. On the TV show. So will they end it? Probably not. Because That's it's still because number it's, one. its main audience is also zombies. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I talked to someone. Um, I, think I have to zombie myself and drink so much that I am a zombie to watch. I talked so, to yeah. someone about it recently and their thoughts were... Mm, brains, and then they shambled in front of a, a, yeah. a street car. I had to explain to someone, and she's <laughs> like, oh, it's not about zombies anymore. I'm like, The Walking Dead is never, never about, about zombies. zombies. So, yeah, you have that mentality. Yeah. There are those of us that still like the book, enjoy the book for some reason? Don't ask me why. He, he hit, his hit his head. head. <laughs> he hit his head. <laughs> but seriously, like, the show has lost my interest so bad. But you still watch it? No. Oh, okay. I didn't watch any of the last season. Okay. I suffered through last season. Yeah. I will, uh, uh, shout out, shout out to head. Dave and his, and his poor head. Happy birthday. Because we, we did happy birthday you last week, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't... Apparently, and you now, know, in, in, oh, in, by in, the way, I got Hulk hands for my birthday, and and now you did it like your tenth pair. No, it's my first pair. You I never, never had. I've never hands? had Hulk hands. I got oh, a pair. Are, are they the ones? So let me ask you No, this. I wish so. 
I've gotten into an argument the other day. They are harder to hold a beer with than you would think. I got into an argument the other day. I have the whole can with the koozie in it. Oh, okay. Uh, A friend of mine was arguing that the USS flag from the G.I. Joe run, that massive battleship, is a better toy than Hulk hands. What are are your opinions? (sighs) Uh Uh-oh. From a collector's standpoint? No. No. No, no, right, no, correct. no, no, no. From it's an actual cool. playing with and yes, yes, definitely. Hulk hands are a better yes, because you can do so much stuff. With them. You can beat up. However, your, your if you buy thing. a USS flag right now, one, you're going to spend fifteen grand yes. and get a complete good one, and two, you're never going to play with it. Exactly. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> sign off. I guess we'll sign off. <laughs> sign, oh. sign off already. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. I am happy go lucky Josh. Never angry. I I am Dave needs a hard hat hatter. Dave needs a hard hat hatter. And I'm Paul. Thank you for listening and be good to each other. All right, we're out.